0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the podcast kissed by
1: fire coming to you from north of the wall. I'm Steph lioness and I'm B aka Beth and we are just two mothers to bears breaking down books and talking Targaryens.
0: that is right today we are starting a read through of fire and blood by George RR Martin the book on which HBO's house of the dragon was based.
1: Uh, Before we do that, we wanted to remind you of our Patreon details. You can find us on Patreon at Kissed by Fire podcast. Uh, If you are interested in supporting us, we do do some great uh, extra episodes. We just did a bonus episode on an old town conspiracy of Steph's, um, which was Mm -hmm. super fun. Uh, yes. Last week, we also did um, a live video recording of us in some uh, Halloween costumes uh, through the episode unedited, um, so mm-hmm. uh, enter if you dare. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, um, yeah, and we're about to release that a new episode that, that Beth just mentioned, the bonus episode that I like to call The Old Town Conspiracy. It is exclusive to Patreon people, and
1: it's awesome, so please join us there if you
0: can. But don't worry if you can't, because times are hard so we
1: get that and you will always be able to find us uh on uh, apple Podcasts and spotify mm-hmm. as well yep um our, our twitter details if you are looking for us there we are at kiss podcast um and just in case we do uh lose twitter in the next little while we'll see we are also <laughs> on the host discord and you can just add us uh personally anytime yes. we don't have a special podcast handle there but we are Steph and Beth on there or B bjord on on the discord indeed and our email address if you wanted to sorry our email address if you did want to send us an email with any questions content follow-up anything at all mm-hmm. is at kissed by fire the podcast at gmail.com
0: yeah only lovely things please
1: yeah lovely <laughs> yes please yeah um yeah.
0: yes and also i think we're mods on the Twitter's discord so you can also find us with at mods but you'll get all the mods so you might not necessarily get us yeah you get everybody you get all of us so you might get someone else Um, so yeah, so that's all the info. Shall we get into the episode itself? Um, Mm -hmm. we're going to do a very short summary of the first chapter in Fireblood. It's very short because Fire and Blood basically is a summary (laughs) of things. It's, if you don't know about it, it's a historical tome, uh, written in inverted commas. You can't see me doing that with my fingers, but that's what it is. Uh, by a maester, Archmaester Gildane, right? Yes. Yes. Yep. For some yes. reason, I just suddenly like couldn't remember the name.
1: Um, I know. And then you had me, me doubting. Yeah. I like, oh, I thought made... But it, I mean, what it says uh-huh. at
0: the start is it's written by Archmaester Gildane, but transcribed by George R. R. Martin. Let me just double check that because I'm pretty sure it does right at the start. Yes. So, Fire and Blood, beginning a history of the Targaryen kings of Westeros, Volume one, from Aegon the First, the Conqueror, to the Regency of Aegon the Third, the Dragonbane, by Archmaester Gildane of the Citadel of Oldtown. Here transcribed by George R. R. Martin. So there we get. That's how it's sold. So we're we're not gonna go into a ton of details in the summary because it is very summarizing of what happens. So that would be boring. Yes. Um it's already a summary. Exactly.
1: No one wants to summarise a
0: summary. Nope. Um (laughs) exactly. Uh so we're going to do a short summary of the first chapter of Fireblood and then talk about it. And then about halfway through we're going to stop for a moment to shout out to our lovely patrons and actually answer a question one of them had for us this week. Uh, As Beth mentioned Mm -hmm. that is something you can do definitely if you become a Patreon, a patron, a Patreon Eh, the same page, page both same thing yeah that's fine you can do that and we will answer them as best we can do you want to mention
1: what might happened, happen at the end of the podcast beth oh yes the end of the podcast yes so if you are afraid of spoilers if you are reading along uh for fire and blood and you don't want to uh jump in any further we are trying to be spoiler free through the main part of the podcast mm-hmm. and then at the end we will uh do a a section where we talk about spoilers. I don't, I think we've mentioned this uh, to each other. I don't know how many there will be with this particular uh, chapter. It's, uh, you know, because there's so much that you could dive into in so many mm-hmm. different directions. I don't think we're going to have a ton for the spoiler section because nope. uh, we're only just, uh, it's just the tip of the iceberg. Um, just the tip. Getting in there. <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> it's just the tip for now. Yep. Um, it just sounded super sketchy one. Uh, just the tip for <laughs> now. Just the tip. Um, <clears throat> anyway yeah. yes um so there yeah we
0: go. so should we start the summary what is the first chapter entitled please beth
1: the first chapter is Aegon's conquest
0: yep and that's that's basically the summary as well <laughs> it's just a yes. chapter about him taking over and uniting the vast continent of westeros
1: There are a few other things too. We meet his sisters Visenya and Rhaenys. We learn about the Seven Kingdoms before they were united and are introduced to a lot of major players and places in the entire A Song of Ice and Fire series.
0: Yes, we also meet people who are legendary, but long gone after Aegon's Conquest, like the Durandans um, and House Hoar. That's an unfortunate name Mm -hmm. and how the kingdom became shaped by the wars of Aegon's Conquest.
1: Yeah, I think these wars took a really long time. Yes, uh, two did. years from to unite Westeros. Except for Dorne. Mm-hmm. Dorne resisted for a century, but more on that for another time. Yes. Shall we dive in?
0: Yes, let's dive in. Ergon's Conquest. Shall I read it like the, the guy does on um, Audible? Might,
1: yes. I think in each episode that we do, you need to do at least one Gildade impression. <laughs> or not Gildade, but the, <laughs> the book reader. The,
0: who, what's his name again? I can't remember. But he does it very dry.
1: Oh, he does, yes. The yes, maesters
0: yeah. of the Citadel who keep the histories of Westeros have used Egon's conquest as their touchstone for the th- past 300 years. Bursts, deaths, battles, and other events are dated either A.C. after the Conquest or B.C. before the Conquest. There you go. You got one. <laughs> there we
1: go. Perfect. <laughs> I, am, I swear I speak for every listener when I say we're pretty much all just here for Steph's accent. <laughs> I mean, her real one, her impressions, all of them.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, blah, 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 blah. Gildane talks... The first page very much is quite dry, I'll be honest, but it shows to me what I noticed in this first section is how much of history is really made up. Even at the start, things are very uncertain, unknown and all over the place, because he talks about how um kind of more than two years passed between Egon's landing and his old term coronation. So he so Egon lands. In the seven kingdoms and two years pass and in that time all these things happen and some people say that he became king on his first day when he landed and some people say he didn't become a king until he was anointed two years later and crowned
1: aegon doesn't think he became king no. until he was anointed by this anointed no by the set
0: but it's kind of um it's just interesting you you immediately get a sense of everything's all over the place <laughs> <laughs> That's what I read. Like the first time, you're just like, oh god, okay. So true scholars know that such dating is far from precise because all of these things, and then dawn doesn't come into the fold for a really long time, and that basically it's all I don't know. I I just the opening is like basically everything is all over the place and we don't know anything that's the impression i always get when it starts what do you think yeah
1: well it's it's i feel like i'm a history student i read a lot of stuff like this Mm -hmm. i feel like and a lot of it is you know it's it's hearsay it's he said he said Mm -hmm. she said there's no one to verify the information against so Mm. gildane is is building this story based on probably Mm. a ton of different degraded documents that he's come across to to create this book yeah a picture him trying to go through all the mm, mm. maesters recordings of these things so yeah. i mean i would think at least that at least that aegon's um crowning and a lot of his conquests would have been recorded, yes um by maesters at the time so at least mm-hmm. he would have stuff to go on and i like there's a part in this chapter where they say i think it's with um in a little bit when he's battling the uh Arga- Ar- Argallic the arrogant is that how says? say uh, i say
0: Argilac, Argilac. but i could be okay. wrong Argallic our ar- <laughs>
1: garlic. <laughs> Yours has you a much better reason right
0: now. Have you spoken to garlic? recently. That's it. <laughs> Have you seen Argalec? Um, there we go. So I don't know. Yeah. Ar-Gallac. Ar-Gallac. It sounds like an ingredient. Like, I've put uh, two cloves of Argalec in the soup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like Yes. Arsenic. i
0: put some arsenic in there. <laughs> <laughs> I see more like garlic. It reminds me of garlic. Um,
1: it does but, sound like garlic. A ar- garlic. Ar- ar- garlic. That's what I'll call them from now on. Oh, it's garlic. just Mr... Ar- yeah. our garlic the arrogant um anyway <laughs> <laughs> but i think they say with him like he he rides out and they have oh mm-hmm. no it was it was sorry it was hair in the black who rides oh. out and they have their their maesters nearby they do
0: they do although you know what and i they think actually of the maesters, record it verbatim so, yeah but do yeah they, it's true yeah do they but then?
1: both if both maesters say the same
0: thing but maybe they worked case. on it together because i'm a conspiracy theorist <laughs> Just get my tinfoil tin hat. Foil
1: hats. Yeah. You know what? I do have to say, we should probably say this. I think where we get into the spoiler section um, ahead, there's, this is, Fire and Blood is like the place for tinfoil. It is. In, in it anything. Is. Like you could, there's so many tinfoil theories. There's so much fun with it. Mm. And I think that's really what we'll do with it is have fun with this series. Not a lot yes. of people have uh, done major in-depth coverage of no. Fire and Blood. No. They've, it's Everyone wanted to consume it and put it out so fast, mm. but we're not really doing it for speed. No, we're doing <laughs> it for fun. Um, we're doing it for fun, for like, fancies. Uh, <laughs> much, what- much to my preference. <laughs>
0: exactly, this is what we do. For, guys. <laughs> and I think the 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 tin foil and the fun of it, it exists because it is there's I, we've mentioned it on previous podcasts that this is like a lot of the book is hearsay gossip what this person Mm -hmm. said but we don't really know what really happened there and therefore there's so much you can read into it and therefore you go well we don't really know what happened so the inference is this or there are these another thing that i love about fire and blood are these tiny little tidbits that you like they there's just like a little piece of information that's dropped that actually you think oh that kind of relates to these big things that happen later on, and it's just this tiny mm-hmm. little thing, or like it's a big thing, but it's there's so much stuff, and I absolutely love it. I love the 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 basically. Um, I think K two mentioned it when she did a meet the callus episode, like um, with Davos' fingers. Basically, like the the rabbit holes you <laughs> you get really yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. You can, down can a fall into hole. them. Um, like one for me example is literally on this the second page of this. When they talk about the Targaryens, where they came from. So they were Valyrian blood, dragon lords of ancient, of ancient lineage. Twelve years before the doom of Valyria uh, in 11... Uh, sorry, 11? Mm. 114 BC. So it's before the conquest. Aynar Targaryen sold his holdings in the Freehold and lands and moved with all his wives, his wealth, his slaves, his dragons, siblings, kin and children. I'd love to know what they mean by kin as well. Like they've got his sons, Nieces daughters, or nephews
1: maybe maybe kin, brothers, yeah, it's interesting. So they moved to the Dragonstone yeah. there. Uh it could also be like bastard siblings, like oh, you have Ors yeah. who's like a bastard That's relative true. of Aegon himself. Um so How do you like that for a Baratheon origin story? Oh, I know, I love the one. Right but this is really interesting to me that they move
0: there. So you, the reason he did that was because which we get into about Daenerys's the dreamer um who believed she saw foresaw the doom of valeria so first of mm-hmm. all 12 years before it's cutting it quite fine uh, <laughs> um you know and i i do wonder like why dragonstone that's interesting because that's like the that is the furthest outpost why does dragonstone like why does dragonstone have a volcano it's like nowhere else in westeros
1: has except Dragonstone. maybe that's why they picked it maybe that maybe is because why uh, because it felt like home but
0: it seems really weird cuz it's like further inland than say driftmark is closer to mm-hmm other things so why is this one little island like the one kind of perfect island basically for dragons because it's got volcanoes it's got heat it is the one island that is basically as close to old valyria as you're going to get perfect for for har- harvesting dragons that sounds wrong um <laughs> <like> breeding dragons <laughs> yeah. um, breeding them
1: hatching them yeah maintaining them so it's just interesting
0: them. that that Dragonstone happens to exist and be the perfect mm. place
1: that's what we call plot Plot armor, I would plot say. Armor, yeah, maybe. That's a that's a device that um, just needed to be. It's very so it lucky
0: does. that they had that.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Very lucky that George wrote that in there. <laughs> yeah. But it's lucky that they knew it existed. It's not yeah. big, no. So how did they even know it was there in the first Did she dream of Dragonstone itself? Was she did her dream tell her where to go? Well, I don't know. Well, I think it was that a, it be... was a
0: Valyrian outpost already. So I think it was already part of oh, the Valyrian yes. thingy. But it was the furthest True. east that they... Sorry, not east, west that they went. And they never yeah. bothered with Westeros before. Don't know why, but they didn't. And of course, <laughs> Daenerys was a dreamer. Dany's the dreamer. She was the one who foresaw... It apparently foresaw the ending of Valyria. And I, it makes me wonder... Like, this is, again, a little tiny thing. You think, why was she a dreamer? Why, uh, why Targaryens? They seem to be dreamers. Were other Valyrians dreamers?
1: I feel like it's safe to assume that other Valyrians were probably dreamers. If we can assume, mm. if we know that other Valyrians were dragon riders, mm. why would we assume that exclusively Targaryens were dreamers? Well,
0: I don't know. I was just wondering if there was a reason, like, mm-hmm. why specifically did Daenerys have that dream? Why didn't anyone else? No one else had that, yeah. just Targaryens.
1: Well, and Targaryens were also not an upper families, no, they weren't. right? Exactly. They were... They were kind they were of like fairly class low Dragon down. riders, yeah, regular yeah.
0: Joes, pop into
1: mm-hmm. well, pop into like, Walmart. <laughs> I don't know if it's. They were like they were like the white collars, and then you have the the, um, the Valerians who were like the the blue collar. Yes, that's right? true. They weren't yeah. even dragon riders. No, exactly. You know? yeah. They weren't even dragon
0: riders. Yeah, um, but I just find it interesting that they were the ones who got the dream. They were the ones who survived. Why them? Um, is it? Mm-hmm. To do with the potential prophecy that is mentioned in the House of the Dragon show—that is Aegon's prophecy of that the long about the long night coming
1: about the long night. Did Daenerys dream about that
0: too, or did she just dream about this? And they had to get because are the are the Targaryen because they say in the show a Targaryen has to be on the Iron Throne to unite the realm to in order to stop the long night from coming, and that's why Aegon eventually, as we see, as we'll dive into, he he conquered Westeros this this kingdom that was just made up of little tiny kingdoms a kingdom of kingdoms It was just a mm-hmm. continent it's a bit like the united states it's like making all these people one even though they like have different cultures backgrounds peoples gods whatever like let's make mm-hmm. them all one or even the european union <laughs> let's conquer this continent of europe and make them one country it's it's a crazy idea to do in some ways
1: it is um,
0: yeah. and yeah. that's the reason why i it's a hard job for him to do to unite them in the first place. It's not like he landed and he was like, oh, I'm king. And they went, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> as we mentioned, it took yeah. two years. Um, yeah,
1: it took two years.
0: But it's just interesting that it was the Targaryens. They got out. Danys had a dream. Did Aegon have dreams? We know Daenerys. So his minor spoiler thing there later on. The Targaryens seem to be
1: dreamers. They do. They do. And yeah, I wonder... You're right like why why was it this family and like I said if we assume that there were other families who were capable of it why did they not trust Danies or or um was it Einar? was that his name his story Anar, I believe Einar. yeah Einar. yeah so why didn't they trust his his story, or Dany's story, that yeah. danger was coming, if it was commonplace mm. in Valeria. Yeah,
0: they thought he was just, like, leaving, because he was, like, a coward.
1: Yeah, they called him the exile. <laughs>
0: yeah, they were like, oh,
1: he's <laughs> because a Because he, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Mm. <laughs> they thought it was, cow- yeah, they, the Targaryens were far from the most powerful of the dragonlords, and their rivals saw their flight to Dragonstone as an act of surrender and cowardice.
1: But maybe that was just the other people believed, maybe it's like Krypton, like, maybe they believed that it could mm. be saved but the targaryens were like no it's going so we're leaving
0: yeah
1: and establishing something else so maybe the other upper families were trying to save valeria mm, maybe which maybe ultimately caused i it don't steam. know if they were
0: like they seem to just be obsessed with like More. warring amongst each other and it doesn't yeah. there doesn't seem to be very much we don't much know a lot though i mean i'd love no. to
1: we've said this before i'd love to get a show on just more information yeah. on Valeria. or a wee
0: book, just like a little Valeria book. Tell us about Valeria. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell
1: me more. Tell and of me more. course, they
0: moved close to Valer- Valarians. Is it Valarians? Yeah, it's Valarians of Driftmark. The Valarians and the Celtigars of Claw Isle. Yeah. Do you say Celtigar? I say Celtigar. But maybe it is Celtigar. Celtigar. Celtigar.
1: No, I think. Well, I think it's either depending on celtic art makes sense celtic yeah either. i
0: never know there's quite a few names that i've got absolutely no idea. i know i was to gonna I have
1: in my notes for later to ask you how you say um the dornish family the y-r-o-n-w-o-o-d oh, ironwood so yeah i say ironwood as well but i i feel like i've heard other podcasts say Yornwood.
0: oh really because why mm-hmm. is, like is an that. i say why is an i an out vowel yeah there's one yeah. in the north that I never know how to pronounce. I can't remember it. It's one of the ones, Defend, like in Winterfell or something, but I never know how to pronounce their name. I'm like always changing my mm-hmm. mind. I can't remember their name. But I I read it and it distracts me because I'm going, is it blah, 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 or blah, blah, blah? And I say it differently each time in my head. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, and I then, feel like
1: that's the series constantly yeah, saying it. basically. No one
0: knows. Mm-hmm. Although I get really annoyed when people call Viserys, Viserys. Viserys, or vi- yeah. Viceris or vi- viceris i'm like it's viserys i literally say on the show it's viserys, viserys.
1: <laughs> um <laughs> in the audiobooks for the main series uh for anyone who's listened to them Roy tree says brian oh instead of Brienne. yeah oh and i had to turn it i had to turn it off brian I know people really love Roy Dutrice and, yeah. and I have nothing against him. Mm. I couldn't, that was too distracting for me. And and Pittire or something like that for Peter Baelish. What? Pittire, he would say why. The, he would really enunciate the why. Someone else will correct me with how he says that, but. Uh, I, I'm discombobulated here. I am here. open to how people say say what feels right to you. Smoke is coming up my ears like Pittire. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I can't, in one of my children's names, we switched a t- traditional I for Y. And so, like, to me, it just makes the same sound, like yeah. I would. But and it would um, do. And that's what
0: it would have been in the olden days. Like, it would have been an I yeah, sound. Yeah, But, oh, blech. And also, a lot of, like, old writing. So, if you study like, Chaucerian English, which is, like, the very first version yes. of the English language, a lot of it, you only work out how people just, by the rhymes and stuff, like, people had... But it's changeable. That's the whole thing about the English language is that it is based on so many other languages that no one really knows how to spell any of our words. In
1: <laughs> or fun, how to you could get me on a, on a whole blown tangent on that,
0: yeah. but we'll avoid yeah. that. It reminds me, Roy Detroit, it reminds me of the Stephen Fry reading of Harry Potter, which is amazing.
1: Oh, I bet it is. I would like that.
0: But he pronounces things wrong a lot. Mm. And I'm like, no, Stephen no like he says hogwarts <laughs> hogwarts like it's hogwarts it's like with f- an e yeah it's oh because he's quite his yeah. steam is extremely posh and he probably studied <laughs> he studied like latin and stuff so he says things like axio instead of accio um so right. accio horcrux or whatever so he'll say axio and he also uh, says i
1: don't
0: like it avada cadaver oh Like <laughs> you're like do you mean a av- no. do you mean avada cadaver <laughs> Avada Kedavra. Avada, <laughs> like, That's like Abracadabra. Yeah, Avada Kedavra. Like the what? That's you can't. When you're trying to kill someone, not that I've done it very often, it's like in the moment you don't want to be going Avada Kedavra. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't see her, but she's got this like great shoulder movement with that Avada Kedavra shoulder just pops with each enunciation. That um. and
0: his version of Tonks's accent. Drives me bonkers. He's like, "All right, Tongs." Mm. He gives her like a from the northwest England, like Bolton. I'm like, "That's not what Tongs sounds like, Stephen." She doesn't sound no, ridiculous. She's was... a really cool character.
1: But that's an aside. She's like the best character.
0: She's one mm-hmm. of the best. Here finders. we go again. Yeah, she's. Awesome. We are
1: like what thirteen minutes in. We're already into our side. I know. <laughs> As we do. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yes. Well. Okay. Anyway. Yes. 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 So where were we? Yeah. So. Hey. So yeah. So they land there. Um, that's where Aegon, his family is from. There's a whole load. Do you know what this reminds me of? There's, there's like a section of it where he's like, "So well, is Targaryen," and then there was Gaemon Targaryen, and brother and husband to Daenerys the Dreamer, followed by Aenar, and followed by Gaemon followed by Aegon, followed by Elena, followed by this. And it makes me think of um,
1: every Greek te- Greek mythology textbook I've ever had to read. <laughs> that, but also <laughs>
0: um, like after in like Genesis. After the bit, the interesting bit with Adam and Eve, there's basically Mm -hmm. just page upon page about how Gad begat, Malula begat, Enoch (laughs) begat, da da da. And it's just page after page of like dry. Like basically naming. a family tree People. naming, but like I'm a, I'm a visual person, so I'm just like who and the who and the what and the who.
1: I know I legitimately even in my tests or like my textbooks that I'm supposed to, I skim through. I'm like, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <perky> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Yeah,
0: and B begat Jalula, and and she begat Jane, who begat bob who begat adam who begat blah and you're like okay but it just reminds me of that because he's like and then Megon and his brother Eris and alex and balon and damien and then blah it was damien and then the sons arian um but it's genuinely like reading that from the bible
1: where i'm like yeah okay. it's the dry stuff it's yeah. that it's the same as like the book that never mind it was a spoiler <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers they're not doing spoilers
0: yes so Aegon who we know in history as Aegon the Conqueror he was born in 27 BC so when he conquered BC being
1: before conquest when he conquered he was what then
0: he landed age 27 right mm-hmm. yes yeah, so that's what we're about. Yeah, yeah 20 because okay. he was um,
1: um,
0: and he had three sisters two sisters um, oh fuck yeah i can't count there was three of them
1: there's three of them in total yeah two of them were his sisters that's what yes. i meant i was that's just correct. testing you <laughs> yeah. I yeah, yeah i knew yeah 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 all the ball can you imagine marrying your sibling like i'm not Ooh. even talking about the yuck factor i cannot picture my children getting along well enough to get married and stay together their
0: entire
1: <laughs> lives well can you imagine that
0: like, I used to fight with my siblings about, like, who's got the remote control for the TV. Honestly! Like, we used yeah. to give each other dead arms constantly. So. Dead arms? Yeah, like, I you punch someone so hard that, means- that their arm, like, just um, goes dead and you end up with, like, a huge bruise. That was mainly my sister's trick. I didn't do that. I'm the youngest of three. I'm the rainies of
1: the family. <laughs> <laughs> um i am the baby as well but there was just two of us so i was just usually like in the
0: middle going oh my god stop punching people i don't like it i was just smaller i was like a runty smaller person oh. who's terrified of my older siblings but yeah i can't imagine ever marrying them i find do you think they actually liked marrying each other some people were well into it there were a couple of targaryens who were just like yeah let me marry my brother yeah
1: but later on, yeah, it's interesting because, like, it's just their custom. It seems yep. to be what they've done. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it was as prominent when they were in Valeria mm. versus when they left. Like, I once the know. pool got smaller, did they just marry each other because they had no choice? Maybe. There weren't any more dragon riders.
0: But the Targaryen family specifically is like, you're a weaker family. So, I don't know. Like, would I would have think again? they would
1: have had to marry outside for advantageous matches, right? Yeah, true. Um and to yeah to i don't know it's strange to me though
0: but again so much of it's a mystery like we just don't know what valeria was like come on george yeah after you've done winds of winter and dream spring can you do a book about valeria (laughs) please Mm -hmm. Please. i'd love to know pretty please Please. um but yeah visenya was so is that sorry you go ahead go ahead no 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 you go ahead i'm always I talking. Gonna... i edit this thing so it's just like i'm gonna cut some of my voice out because i'm always
1: like um edit that out we're only nice to ourselves on the kiss by fire podcast remember <laughs> that was your rule
0: oh yeah shit uh. i'm so <laughs> stupid i forgot my fucking rule
1: <laughs> oh my oh my yeah so um yeah, I just wonder. It just makes me wonder about the mm. custom because, like I said, I can't picture my my kids wanting to marry each other. Um, no,
0: my kids probably would. My 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 boys probably would. I I think my eldest yeah. is upset that he's not allowed to marry his younger brother. Oh, yeah. that's so cute. He, he told me mine you, hate each other. Really, mine no. <laughs> years ago. He said to me, "I want to marry him dressed as a tiger." <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, like he was like
0: four at the time so um that's
1: the cutest thing i've ever heard yeah oh
0: but i think that he'd say he would still probably love like he basically wants to live in the house with us forever and get married to his brother and he's like why can't i marry him I'm like just because it's gross babes <laughs> it's, just
1: not, it's just not a thing honey yeah. buddy it's not no. that you're both
0: boys it's because you're brothers um yeah, yeah. just don't yeah. Mm-hmm. and of course he'll change his mind Whenever I tell him, like, you're going to move out one day and have your own life, he's like, no, I won't. What are you talking about? How dare you say that to me?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That'd be my youngest, too. Loki would be like, no, mommy. No. 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 We're going to live
0: together Um, forever.
1: Loki Loki would marry Thor, probably. But it would drive Thor insane. Like, Thor just could not. But mine are, like, ten and five. There's a big age difference and they just don't. Yeah, mine are eight and Mm four. So it's different. Oh, yeah. 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 But still, like, it's, like, Mm. double the age. Yeah.
0: But yeah, so he had to marry Visenya because she was the older... Visenya, out of duty. Out of duty and Rainey's because he fancied her. He wanted to. Out of desire. Yeah, Yeah, I love how he puts that. So Mm -hmm. I find it's like, so he did actually want her. Did she want him? We never
1: find out. We never find out what she wanted. We'll never know. Well, no, we never get to know what the women wanted. We do, I feel like maybe like it does suggest that maybe she did fancy other men. Yes, yeah, it does. And
0: I've got things to say about that. So when we get to it, I'm gonna say Mm -hmm. those things. Say those things. I'm gonna say those things. Um Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it's it's it is kind of gross, but it's interesting that it's sort of like it it kind of goes in birth order. Like you're you're the older sibling, so you have to marry the next (laughs) one. The two
1: oldest would marry, yeah.
0: Like whether you want to or not. (laughs) There are there are times I know in Targaryen history where I think, like, Good Queen Alisanne, which we'll get on to, she didn't always do that if she noticed other things. But it it is mainly just, like, you're the first two, you get married, uh, and then the next two will get married to each other, you know. That's
1: just what happens.
0: And if if there's no Targaryen for you to marry, we'll have a Velaryon or... um, a celticar Celtigar. celticar celticar
1: if i but do they marry into that... the i feel like i was surprised on the that i don't think that they do that-
0: marry the Celtic cuz the celticars are even like lower they're like <laughs> i was reading about i was reading about <laughs> <laughs> like thumbs down double thumbs down um because they they were, like, lower, even lower than the Valerian, Valerians. Fuck, I can't fucking Val- say it. The Valerians.
1: Yeah. I always say Valerians. I know that it's Valerians and Valerians. And, and the Valerians a, and the, I, like from Valeria, Valeria.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they were even lower. They're, like, quite poor. I don't even think... But I think they became good... I think there was definitely a Celtic Celtigar hand of the king twice. And I think there was a Celtigar Guard. I think they definitely had places
1: in placement yeah that makes sense in okay. their
0: court but I don't think that they ever married into them I don't think they I think like because house Celtigar is like laughed at by other people in Westeros like they're basically just kind of like the only real good thing they've got going for them they are quite rich and they do have that, mm-hmm. um, trade that um trade that Valyrian steel axe because it's mentioned later on in the series kind of spoilery but it's not really that spoiler yeah but that there is a lot of riches um on Mm -hmm. on their aisle claw aisle Um, aisle.
1: yes because yeah we'll talk about that stuff later but yeah
0: and there um what what interests me is there um the before i forget it like sometimes i just have to say things otherwise it's gonna go out my brain get it out get it out. um (laughs) um, thanks adhd (laughs) um (laughs) uh their house sigil is crabs and they live on Claw mm-hmm. Isle, and it made me think. Like again, with the tin foil, I was like, "Oh, maybe they're related to the crab feeder. Maybe there's like a bastard, <laughs>
1: maybe son. he's a bastard branch.
0: Yeah, like the like somehow he's, I don't know. I mean, it's, that's dumb. It's like dumb, stupid shit. But I was just like, yeah, that's weird. Like they're all crabby. They're
1: crabby lot, and he loves crabs. And he's like, yeah, crab, crab, yeah. crabs. He's uh, big into crabs. There's no denying that. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. One day, Aegon wakes up and besides westeros looks yep. good. yep let's take it but he did
0: um order the painter table to be made years before he had the conquest
1: so, yeah so obviously he plotted a little bit right mm-hmm. and and it's sort of the book sort of jumps in it looks like he got that marriage proposal mm. from our gaelic argalack um our, in garlic. Storm's End. <laughs> our garlic our garlic man <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna be able to say his name without no. being like
0: mm, garlic. That's um, name anyway. Yeah, oh, and he's, like he's a Durandan, he's, he's Argillac, the arrogant, who is a Durandan, a Storm a Durandan. Yes. Um, yes, the Storm King, who lived in Storms End. Yes, the Storm King, Storms End.
1: He was worried about mm-hmm. um, hair in the Black, yep. um, encroaching on his territory, and tried to do a marriage proposal to marry uh, mm-hmm. Aegon mm-hmm. to his daughter. And so Aegon counterproposed uh, that he said, I have two wives already. Yeah. He was quite loyal to his sister wives. Um, mm-hmm. And so he countered with uh, marrying her to his bastard brother. And he was Orp's. like, fuck
0: no. That's garlic said that. Yeah.
1: The only hands I'll take or something else. Yeah, something he's actually like chopped off, of off the envoy,
0: which stuff. is wrong. That's against shit. Like, Why would you do that? Yeah, but don't it, shoot the messenger. But that is literally like, it's against like the laws of... Westeros, maybe they weren't invented then, but you are not supposed to harm an envoy. Um, You're supposed to treat them properly. We should probably mention that, like Westeros was a continent of different kings, kingdoms. Like they literally seven different seven different kings and seven different kingdoms. Seven kings, seven kingdoms. Although Dawn was had a prince, not a king, because they styled themselves from the roynish people who had princes and princesses. So they didn't have a king. Yes, but they were basically.
1: But their prince was their leader, Was so tantamount yeah. to a king. And that was yes.
0: House Martell or Nymiros Martel to give them their full name. And um then you've got the King Lannisters in Casterly Rock. Lauren, in the
1: Lauren Lannister in yep.
0: Casterly Rock. And then you've got the gardeners. King Mern. King Mern, who's a gardener in the Reach, uh who mm-hmm. lived in High mm-hmm. Garden, And King of the Ronald North, Aaron. Oh yeah, Ronald Aaron and yep. the Vale of Aaron. You have got the King of the North. Yep, you've funny. also got uh, so that was Torrhen Stark. Um Torrin Stark. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the Iron Islands which I find very interesting So it's the uh, the King of the Iron of the Islands and the Rivers. So the Riverlands didn't exist in their own right in those days. They were owned by the Ironborn and that was King
1: Harron of house Whore. i think yeah it was hair hair in the black and i think of house War. yeah i think probably that was only through conquest yes yeah, so they can't they conquered it yeah yeah it wasn't just like it was theirs no but there were they owned it at that point and yeah. they owned it for a, a very, very long there was, time there was the hundred kingdoms for a long yeah. time before yeah, yeah. that and then then the bigger the andals came in and the mm. bigger kings
0: and they they owned it for a for hundreds of years though the the,
1: the, the whole house it was yeah a long time the whole house <laughs> um <laughs> oh my god Trademarked, that's that's (laughs) Kiss My Fire exclusive. Yeah, Kiss My (laughs) Fire. We'll have to tweet that later.
0: (laughs) So, what was I gonna say? So, Harry in the back, Harry in the back, Harry in the black, and garlic, the arrogant, they were the main
1: like threats weren't they initially especially like they were yeah the ones that needed to be dealt with first
0: i think they were mainly also because they were very intent on taking more land like i feel like the other kings were like this is my kingdom i'll rule in my kingdom there were always little yeah. wars going on between lords and minor kings but it was the Durandans and the House
1: <laughs> that were constantly but House trying War to- as well it Conquer. House Hor was encroaching on yes. the Durandons. They were also encroaching in the Eyrie. Mm-hmm. The Eyrie wanted yes. to try to be a peer with Aegon yeah. as well, for the sake of defending against House Hor. So he was the. I would say, I would say that he was the first and major threat, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He was the bigger yeah. threat of them. So he had to probably be the one that Aegon had to take care of mm. first of all of the big kings, yeah. right?
0: Exactly, and that's when yeah. uh, I think that's why Argylac was or Argilac said. Uh, if you help me get rid of Har uh, Black Harren, you can have my daughter. You can have a bunch of these lands. And actually, the, it was a shitty offer because Aegon was already married. But also, he didn't own the the lands he was offering. He had no right. They to had give already them. been taken. They'd, they already yeah. belonged to Black
1: Harren. Exactly, and they were just they were the lands that would have been a buffer between Harren's other lands yeah. and and yeah. Durandan's lands at the time. They yeah.
0: were what we would call now the crown lands, weren't they?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: kind of, yeah. So that offer was rejected by Aegon, who said, but you can have Oris Baratheon uh, as, a do- as a husband for your daughter. And he was the hand of the king by that point, or had been said, you will be my right-hand or would, man, or yeah. would be. And he was also yeah, um, Aegon's... Like a very close,
1: confidant. Yeah, they uh, were like best friends, but like also... They, mean, they was... were bros.
0: But they literally were. Like, there's rumoured that they were bastard brothers, and that's why yeah. Yeah. Uh, Argilac said, I'm not having a bastard as the... Husband to his daughter. Mm-hmm. So he sent back the hands of the envoy and said, Go fuck yourself, mate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Basically. Then so Egon said, Okay, well, if you don't want that, you can have this. And he said, No. Egon didn't reply to that, did he? He didn't say, yeah, Okay, fine, we'll talk about this. So Egon didn't reply to the hands in a box. You get sent hands in a box. What do you do? You say nothing. Oh, well, he um, war. yeah. Well, basically, he, he got I'm all of his allies. He got all of his allies together, didn't he? On Dragonstone, Valerians, mm-hmm. uh Saltigars, Massey's Hook, Lord Bar Emmon, and Lord Massey of Stone Dance. It's weird that Lord Bar Emmon is from Massey's Hook, but Lord Massey is from Stone Dance. But it was maybe weird. They,
1: maybe they traded. They were yeah.
0: Crazy. They were swabsies. Swabsies. They were actually sworn to house durandon and storm's end but they yeah, they didn't they didn't really like, like him at all so they came yeah. over quite quickly
1: i think also dragons were a good persuasion yes. they were like
0: yeah Uh this is not
1: gonna go well for you
0: i am amazed that it took two years to conquer if someone said to me i'm coming at you with a dragon i'd be like sure it's yours
1: <laughs> but Have that take time to plan
0: that's um, true and
1: move armies take time to move but i wouldn't even
0: gather an army <laughs>
1: Just be like, fine, <laughs>
0: yeah. you can have my house. as well.
1: You know what? Take what okay. you want, it's
0: fine. So.
1: So, so first he landed and um they attacked, it was the first defiance they met was um, Duskendale and yes
0: Mouton, right? I think so. Yeah, right. They Maidenpool. Um, can I pool. point out something that I find funny? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, there's a Please mirror thing. It. There's a lot of instances of people going off to pray for seven days and seven nights to make a decision. And apparently that's what Egon did, although he wouldn't have been in the faith of the seven. But a- according to this, he went off of to accept mm-hmm. and prayed for seven nights and seven days with his sisters. And they shut themselves in. I'm like, yeah, they weren't praying. They were doing it. They were having a massive <laughs> Yeah,
1: Let's put a sun in your belly before we get started. Exactly. In this war. Let's assure my line.
0: I mean, I wonder what they were. I reckon they were talking. They were just talking about what to do. And again, because I'm obsessed with the idea that Egon did have a dream about conquering Westeros, were they talking mm-hmm. about his prophecy, was that something that came up in this sev- this seven days and seven nights bullshit that they clearly didn't go in the sept for seven days and seven nights. I think that's no,
1: that's not because they didn't even have a sept on dragonstone at I that point, think they I would think. Did. Unless it was built for traitors. Maybe they did. I feel I always just assumed it was built later. Yeah, it says it had a okay. castle sept it says it but again yeah. where are the maesters yeah. and who do they work for exactly. and who are they friends with exactly like i don't know i feel like i feel like a sept wouldn't have been established mm. there yet no. but I, but i could be wrong he might he might have had it there just for traders or people visiting
0: and they would never sure. have been prayed to the seven of westeros i don't know why it says that they prayed for seven days to the seven of westeros
1: well it's because history is told by the victors that's
0: why <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I know. But it's just really like, why would they do that? But anyway, yes. Yeah, so it says after that, the the cloud of ravens burst from the thing, and they decided he was going to go and conquer. And yes, you're right.
1: Um, it was Maidenpool and just looking Duskendale? Over. Was it? Yeah. And it was the Darklands and the Moodlands yeah, or whatever that Dusk- they went they, to first.
0: Yeah, the Darkland Kings of Duskendale, the Masters of Stone Dance. Um. Oh, so they actually it was the. The kings that had claimed dominion over the river mouth of the Blackwater was the Darklands, Masseys, and River Kings of Olds. Oh, God, I'm obsessed with old houses. The old houses because you have the muds, the fishes, brackens, blackwoods, or hooks. So for some reason, like the brackens and the blackwoods, There's who are way, way, way in the west of the Riverlands, are mentioned here. Mm-hmm. And these are the house mud. House mud. Which is, I just, I love, like, ooh, who were they? There's so many mysteries about these old houses. Yeah. I'd love to know more they
1: about They were like first men, mud. Mm. yeah single single enunciate what did they say that single anyway um oh yeah um, like stark mud yes Dane. like the they old say that they're first men names first men names yeah. are
0: all kind of short strong um yeah yeah short names strong mud all of those ones um, and like, there's maybe a, um, I'll talk of Royce Royce. Yeah, yeah, all these short names and yeah. ones that are often descriptive of yes
1: yeah they would have defined yeah. something or described something they're like that was my house is muddy
0: yeah. we live in the mud i am house mud <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and so they had been in that area for a while and that actually the mouth of the blackwater rush was really again this shows you how much people didn't really like black Heron and our garlic because well, and they, and he was
1: brutal they talked about his brutality yeah,
0: but they were supposed to have be defending the mouth of the river of the black Ru- the, what's it called Blackwater, Blackwater Rush, Bay. that's it. But they didn't care. So they land they could meet. Imme- so that's Egon could immediately
1: land on But he was he did they did have a little bit of pushback from from Maidenpool and Duskendale. Yes. And they took it, but Visenya ordered that they not sack the city so that they could get their first funding for the war. So that's where that was part of where he funded the war was with those trade cities Absolutely. and the riches they had in their stores, right? Mm-hmm. So that would have been their yes you're
0: absolutely right and rainies took rosby straight away it's really funny that um <laughs> the the houses closest to what becomes king's landing are always like to me they always sound like just quite a weak set of houses they're always like you could just yeah. like whatever sure um take it they don't whatever. seem very yeah. interesting house stokeworth rosby all of that yeah and they're just it-
1: used to being vassals i suppose and
0: I'm gonna make mention something. Don't let me forget a thing I want to say about Visenya and what she does about Duskendale, because I'm gonna talk about that in a minute. And there's a for, there's a spoilery thing I want to say about Duskendale as well, how she takes okay. their riches, and of course they were very wealthy from trade. Trade. Um, so there's yeah. a kind of yeah. maybe a spoilery thing for later about that that I want to talk about. Okay. I feel like it's a bit shitty that the book says Visenya, eldest of the three siblings, was as much as a warrior as much a warrior as Egon. Um, like actually when they talk about the personalities of them Aegon though he fought and would fight he wasn't that interested in it and Visenya was no. fucking. she was like amazing there's many
1: instances spoiler alert I suppose for the, for maybe our next episode but with Visenya on page where she's the one pulling a sword she reacts faster than Aegon mm-hmm. she's the she's definitely more of the warrior yeah. than any of them
0: I feel it's a bit insulting yeah. to her to say that she's just as
1: much like no just as much as Aegon like, liken him to her brother because he is the penis, it is. Um, but yeah, it, to me, it's it's Visenya is the warrior, Aegon is sort of the uh, intellect, yeah. and then Riseni, Rhaenys, Rhaenys, Rhaenys. Rhaenys. Rhaenys is the artist. Yeah, so I feel like that's sort of their yeah that's their dynamic.
0: Oh, well, Aegon Aegon was intellectual, but he was also kind of a diplomat as well. He
1: true, yeah, you know, anytime. but I find intellects can be both, not all of them. For sure, not all of them, but yes, yeah.
0: She she carried Dark Sister, which is a sword I'm really interested in, and Damon carries mm-hmm. that in the show. Uh, in the um, show,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so we talk about a little bit about the siblings. So you've got Visenya, who they say she's a bit of a bit of a warrior, and she trained beside her brother as a child. So I like that we already have an example of a character who is. You know non gender non-conforming that's really great mm-hmm. possibly yeah. possibly queer like did she marry her brother out of duty as well and basically you know open her legs out of duty too
1: i kind of i kind of get the impression from Visenya um that maybe she, maybe she borderlined on more asexual she mm. only she wanted a child because she wanted to assure an heir of her own but i don't there's never any mention of her mm. Yeah, and even in her, even in her beauty, they talk about how she was um, sharper.
0: Yeah, but I feel like this is patriarchal bullshit. I've written this in my notes. Patriarchal yeah, I bullshit. Don't, I don't
1: disagree with you. That yeah, about
0: both of the sisters get patriotic you have to talk about their
1: looks yeah instead of their abilities and it says
0: even those who loved her best found Visenya stern serious and unforgiving some said that she played with poisons and dabbled in dark sorceries Mm -hmm. uh she had a harsh austere beauty and I just think that that is so if you're a strong woman you're a witch basically Mm -hmm. if you're a strong fighting Mm -hmm. woman you're you're a dangerous witch and then Rainey's who's said to be beautiful, playful, curious, impulsive. Um, she loved dancing and poetry. and But it says that she's beautiful, basically. But it also mentions she's how... She's the
1: softer one. She's
0: the softer one, but also the one who says no one ever questioned Visenya's fidelity to her brother-husband. Rhaenys mm-hmm. surrounded herself with comely young men, and it was whispered, even entertained some in her bedchambers on nights when Egon was with her elder sister. So if you're a strong, fighty woman, then you're a witch. And if you're a beautiful woman, you're a cuckold. you're a cheating woman. And, and you yeah. see that in so many, like, if you think about uh, Henry's wives, like Anne Boleyn, who everyone thought she was yeah. a witch, she was accused of witchcraft. Uh, and you've got, um, who was the one, the other one he beheaded, what's her name? Catherine Howard? Catherine Howard. And she was beautiful. Yeah, had, and therefore. Had an affair. Who apparently had an affair, supposedly, but she was beautiful. Yeah. So she was clearly the get the way to get rid of her was to say, oh, she's cheating, you know. Um yeah. and it just yeah. like hacks me off. Because <laughs> it's like, this is was Vicenia? Vicenia probably wasn't like all this, but that. but the no. way she's written about is that she's like harsh and
1: She's vinia is an, an interesting instance again where where it's history' told by the victors mm-hmm. because of of Megor's reputation and mm-hmm. obviously her association with him and we'll talk a lot more about that mm-hmm. later. but um yeah, it is it's one or the other. It's, it's you have to fit into this sort of archetype of, a, of what a woman should be and if you don't, we're gonna make you. there's mm-hmm. gonna hear say this or that mm-hmm. it's gonna you gotta fit into this box this one or this one that's it do you see um a parallel in a
0: way between potentially this might be a bit spoilery so I might have to say it at the end I'm not gonna say it two sisters from a later series two sisters (laughs) from a later series and a brother Mm -hmm. slash cousin
1: that they might have (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, I had the same the same note yeah yeah big time so we'll talk about that later (laughs) We'll talk about it later, for sure.
0: Yeah. God, it's really hard not doing spoilers, isn't it? Uh, la, la, la. Have you got anything else you'd like to add about them too, the the sisters?
1: Not for this part, I don't think. Um, no, I don't think so.
0: No. Oh, yeah. So when so when they arrived in King's Landing, uh, and Egon called himself king, he was like, I'm the king now. He gave new honours. That's how he created the Valarians as Lord of the Tides. That's what then that that's how yes. that began. Uh, made master of ships. Tristan Massey was named Master of Laws. Crispin Celtigar Celtigar Master of Coin. And Oris Baratheon became uh he said he's my shield, my stalwart, my strong right hand. And thus uh this Baratheon is reckoned to be by the Maces as the very first king's hand. And I want to ask you, who the hell would want to be Hand of the King?
1: <laughs> like why You know, back back when you're the very first one <laughs> It wouldn't be such a bad job. Yeah. You don't have any predecessors to be like, no, you don't want to be that guy. No? You know?
0: But it would only have to be I feel like it would only have to be really like politically climby people or so fiercely loyal. Like, otherwise like, you have to either be obsessed with power or obsessed with loyalty
1: yeah and orris was oris was yeah the latter he was super loyal he mm. just believed in aegon's cause and he probably knew the root of it if if we are to believe that there was a prophecy orris would have been in on the prophecy perhaps or or, or so? would have trusted aegon enough to know why he was doing it interesting i do kind of think that there were brothers
0: yeah probably but 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 oris was never his heir and that's the whole point. Is no, that but the sisters—the
1: sisters knew for sure. Mm. Interesting. So yeah, they would have known. I don't know. Imagine if Rainies has got to marry uh, Ori's brother instead. That would be the cool. other brother. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good what if. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that could, I, I don't think that would ever happen because I don't think Egon would allow it to happen.
1: No, because be, he loved Rainie too much. Um, and, Vis- and Visenya would not have had anything to do with Orysparatheon. No.
0: My, my brother's penis can go in here because I have to, to make an heir. But mm-hmm. that's it. But there's no one no. Yeah. no, thank you. Mm-hmm. I love Visenya. Yeah. What I find really interesting, which, oh, again, is this spoilery? So the, the people in Westeros, kings and lords, all have their own banners, which the Targaryens yeah. never did. And so they, he makes their own one. This is where they make the king's, um, the three headed dragon breathing fire, red dragon on black. I don't think mm-hmm. it's too spoilery to say that this is like, that he did this to assimilate among the people to show. I am one of you, Yeah, which is I'm one of you, which is what a later forebear of his in the main series does. She assimilates herself with other cultures that she's with.
1: Yes, that's true. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really just a tactic that any anybody would mm. do but, for survival but, but Viserys, and to show power and respect. But Viserys is right? Oh, it's true. Viserys is incapable of that. But Viserys is not a. This is spoilery again. We're yeah. trying not to do main yeah. series stuff. But Viserys is not a diplomat. No, he's a doofus. He's he's but, he's a doofus.
0: Yeah, yeah. he's an abusive exactly. idiot. Read the main yeah. series, everyone, if you haven't already. It's very good. And that's when they first started the <laughs> the long named kings. This is Aegon. First of his name, king of Westeros, shield of his people. But it gets longer and longer after a while. (laughs)
1: Longer and longer. Going and going. And I like like that they had um, Visenya crowned him. Mm -hmm. And Rhaenys um, was his herald. She cried, you know, king of the first men. So she was his crier or whatever. So they're both involved Mm. in his coronation. Mm.
0: And I found a bit that I think is maybe foreshadowing. Mm -hmm.
1: Let's hear it. So...
0: So when she says Queen Rhaenys held him as Egon the first of his name, blah, 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 the dragons roared and the lords and knights sent up a cheer. And it reminded me in the show House of the Dragon, when in the first episode, Viserys mm. mentions he had a dream about a dream. Emma or someone giving birth to a baby with a crown on the head, like Aegon, Aegon's crown. Um, Which I was like, fuck, giving birth to a baby with a crown on the head, fuck me, no thanks. (laughs) And that all the dragons will roar, and drums will beat, and people will cheer. And I do wonder if, because obviously what he dreamt, he says it feels really real to me, this is a prophecy. I wonder if he didn't dream Mm -hmm. a prophecy, but he saw something that had already happened, that he basically saw in his dream, Egon being crowned as the Conqueror.
1: Yeah, except Dagon wasn't a baby when he was No, that's throne.
0: true. But he, but does he see... He sees a baby being he see, born. He said a baby being born see, with a
1: crown on his head, right?
0: But doesn't he see a man sitting on the throne with the crown on his head
1: later? With the crown on his head, maybe. Maybe. It's a good theory. It's neat that they sort of pulled that right from the book either yeah, way. Yeah. You know, the imagery is right straight mm, out of the book, which is definitely. great.
0: And yeah, and so it all goes a bit like, a bit crazy because everyone's like, oh my God, there's this guy. Just turned up and uh, is in, so all of the houses are like in Castle Rock and Dawn. Some of them wanted his help, and some of them wanted him to go away. Like the horse. mostly,
1: it seems like they wanted his help against House Horde. if yeah. they couldn't get that, mm-hmm. then then they were going to try. And but find also
0: Ar- Arg So the the Dornish wanted to get rid of yeah. Argalak, so they were like that's true. Go. Yeah,
1: they wanted they wanted the Stormlands, so, and then yeah. The, yeah.
0: the the Arryns wanted. To
1: get rid of house whore
0: would you help us do that Protection. Like, lots of people offering up wives
1: husbands yeah. daughters They, like, they they don't understand that this is not a negotiation
0: yeah <laughs> i did make a note later on i was like fuck you bitch i think it says something like uh shara arin offered mm-hmm. uh herself she sent a painting of herself
1: sent a portrait of herself because she was said to honest. be very
0: beautiful um and mm-hmm. and said, you can i'll marry you as long as and if you help me get rid of the Haran. and, and the name black. my
1: son your heir
0: but do you know what they fucking say in this book i like, uh, yeah she says um that the portrait finally oh, yeah. reached him but it's not known whether egon targaryen ever applied to her repo- proposal he had two queens already and Shara aaron was by then a faded flower 10 years his elder so she was 37 fuck off <laughs>
1: She's not a faded flower. Fuck you. This hits home. I was like, excuse me, I'm 37
0: too, and I'm not a fucking faded flower. Get fucked. (laughs) How rude. (laughs) How dare you. Oh by then she was a faded flower. You're like, what? (laughs) Outrageous. That's just complete rudeness. I wrote I literally wrote in my book, fuck off, and I've underlined it several times. <laughs> like my husband Take a picture that.
1: of that for our Patreon. I will content. do. I
0: like, Excuse me. My husband found it. He was like, why have you written fuck off in your book? And I was like, let me tell you.
1: Apparently, you thirty-seven. Know. Yeah,
0: apparently, thirty-seven oh is God. a faded flower, too ugly to marry, too old. <laughs> so they're on the march. There's some really great pictures in Fire and Blood as well. I really enjoy the artwork. There is.
1: I don't. I didn't bring up my big book, but I I do have it downstairs. I've just been reading. The paperback oh, yeah, which does the not have the pictures oh i do
0: i have the pictures in my paperback oh fascinating i don't know maybe no there's
1: no oh, how funny there. i've got the lovely uk version versus uh, maybe versus canadian american version i suppose but i do in my in my hardcover we
0: need british we need pictures otherwise oh, we can't concentrate <laughs> 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 it's too much but there's an amazing picture of egon and his sisters and i'm trying to work out who's who like i I think there's the one in male is Visenya and she looks really nice. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about with her saying she's ugly.
1: I don't think they said she was ugly. They said she had a sort of a stern beauty. No, but she looks
0: beauty. lovely. You know? Soft. So I think let's just hmm. lay off. Anyway. Lay off Visenya, guys.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile. Uh, yeah,
0: anyway. <laughs> um, another thing that I found interesting. So they work. they go off in different directions. Some people go north. I think it's... Is so it Visenya goes to the Vale? Visenya goes to the Vale. Rhaenys
1: goes to to Dorne. Does she go
0: No, to Dorne? not yet. No. Where does she not go? Yet. Oh no, she goes straight to Storm's End. She goes straight to Storm's End. And then Aegon yeah, of- goes to uh Harrenhal where Black Harren. So the, yeah, mm-hmm. that's where they first head to. So yeah. they head up to Visenya to the, the Vale eerie. and the eerie Egon goes to Harrenhal which is this new yes. castle that Black Karen's just spent the last 40 years He's building. He's just finished. Just like, finished it's pretty it. much
1: just the last streak of mortars gone in, yeah. and it's just been it's finished. It's just been finished, yeah. his
0: masterpiece. And then Rainys goes to Storm's End to deal with Argilac and yes. all of those people. Um, one thing I popped out to me was the opposition. Three Targaryen thrust face-to-face opposition so, the Bannermen Storm's End were Lords Errol and Fell and Buckler. And Fell is a house that I never really thought about until seeing the show, them being one of the first houses to be executed, the Lady Fell, mm-hmm. because she was so loyal to Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. And um, they are really loyal to the Targaryens after this point. And actually, I won't go into it more because there are spoilers but they are they are, once they are with someone they are super super
1: loyal um, i kind of wonder if part of that is that sort of that like i said earlier that first men mm. thing yeah they've they kind of have that name. reputation yeah. yeah for royalty for loyalty like that mm. they're not yeah i don't get the impression that they're andals, which are a little bit more maybe fickle for a lot yeah of word. i hate the angels <laughs> <laughs> For more on that, listen, to, join us on Patreon.
0: <laughs> yeah, so there was a pretty shitty war in um, near, near the vale. They went up to Goldtown, which is the port in the Vale. and Damon mm-hmm. Valerian, Valerian, gets killed right there. Yeah, like, Lord, that's, like, of the the f- Lord of the Tides dies in the first war. It's pretty yeah. shit, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like not yeah. doing a great job.
1: Well done. <laughs> No, <laughs> I mean, in Aegon's defense, he didn't have a lot of people to choose from.
0: That's true, but the have always been ship people. their Their strength was always in their ships. Always ships.
1: Right. ships. Yeah, ships, sorry, ships. I thought you said shit people at first. Shit people. I was like,
0: their strength I didn't is in their ships. Oh my god, god. Uh, <laughs> what? Where are we talking about? Oh yeah, so Damon Valerian dies you know, almost immediately in Gulltown, and they suffered massive losses at first. For some reason, they they were just like we'll try it on ground, uh, and then Queen Visenya burned all their ship, like burned their ships. She's like boom, fuck yeah. this shit, I'm going in there yeah. with the dragon. And then the same she thing in the them- Stormlands, people they weren't going so well, and then Queen rainies unleashed Maraxys.
1: Uh, there's a lot of names of battles in this so i won't go into it there's a lot of battles yeah we, i think we can sort of like skim just yeah, to I'm not sk- yeah. jump to the major and it's just like the oh major God, factors the here the battle of
0: the reeds the battle of this blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah
1: to me the only one that's really relevant is the one after this so they mm. they go in Aegon talks to hair in the black hair in the black refuses to bend he's iron willed mm-hmm ironborn
0: i find it very i do find it odd that the ironborn are so far in when we know again that their strength is in their ships i think they will always do but again never they followed the rivers rivers. and
1: that did it was common with with like they they sort of have that viking lore Mm. and it wasn't uncommon for vikings to follow rivers inland and and find settlements in there so i think that's Mm. where where this sort of leads to but I don't know if you have it handy if you want to read the little exchange between Aegon and Heron the Black I
0: love that exchange um I've it's got the it best. right here so there's three it says there's maesters each has a maester in attendance it's just weird because mm-hmm. so what so for some reason Aegon's got a maester even though he wasn't part of Westerosi society but he has a maester
1: but he was he he was not coronated yet was no, he no he's not been co- crowned yet no not officially, but
0: yeah, I mean, he has a maester
1: because he's trying to show that he's one of them, Possibly, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. So he arrives at Harren Hall's, the gates of Harren Hall, and uh, down comes King Harren the Black, having been hiding in there. Um, and uh, Egon says, <clears throat> Should I do a voice for him? Yield sure. now. <laughs> he sounds like Mufasa. <laughs> <laughs> Yield now, Egon began, and you may remain as Lord of the Iron Islands. Yield now, and your sons will live to rule after you. I have eight thousand men outside your walls. What is outside my walls is no concern to me," said Haron. "These walls are strong and thick, but not so high as to keep out dragons. Dragons fly," said Egon. "I built it in stone," said Haron. "Stone does not burn," to which Egon said, "When the sun sets, your line shall end."
1: boom boom
0: yeah that's what Drop i wrote the mic boom yeah um boom and um
1: spoiler he fucking burns that shit place down he sure does yeah, yeah. he was not lying no Mm-mm. he goes and up he flies really high and valerian then, up above the clouds yeah comes on down and literally melts lights stone are up. Like mm-hmm. the ha- the yeah. place is melting. I
0: think it's, there's a point later where he's back in Harrenhal for some reason, and the place is still melting, <laughs> still like on fire. <laughs> yeah, that like, yeah, looks yeah, so good. Months later, cindering. Um, can I mm-hmm. ask? Can we talk about Harrenhal for a minute? Because is it At fucking least. cursed?
1: Like, it is. Well, the curse not would have. But it, did it? Like, where would the curse have originated? Would well, this be the origin of the curse? Maybe, but also Harren
0: basically enslaved river people to build it yeah and it did. is said yeah. that he used actual people blood to when they ran out of like stuff he used blood to create the mortar and the bricks do you believe that i do could you think that that's it. one of
1: those examples of of history being a little bit i don't know but if it is true
0: then it's like uh, no wonder it's cursed it's got the blood of slaves in it like he even a if it's not in it. Like, it just... can you imagine
1: though too there's a lot of woods witches and in, mm-hmm. in the um riverlands yes. there's history of it for mm-hmm. sure so you know imagine a, a nice little woods witch getting caught up or her family getting caught mm-hmm. up in Heron's and cursing the fuck out mess yeah. and yeah. her cursing the place yeah i yeah. mean it's not
0: and also Maybe. it's it's a weird place to Build like it. One of the reasons why it was convenient for him to build it there is because it had lots of fresh water. But that was from the God's Eye Lake, which has the Isle of Faces on it. This, is this, then that, that's not a place to mess with,
1: you know. You're, no. you're building. Good thing he didn't too. Like he seemed to know better than to mess with that place. No, I know,
0: but building right next to it and using the water, I, I don't know. It just seems like uh, this isn't. It feels. Could you imagine a really holy place, and? Mm-hmm. Like think of I can't think of a holy place. I'm not holy enough. Um, but like, could you imagine like a tent, like a temp, really important temple, and someone's like, I'm gonna build a castle and I'm gonna build it right on the doorstep, not a suitable yeah, amount of this of holy distancing. place. And I'm gonna use some of the resources like the water and the natural things from this place, and it's gonna be a huge monstrosity. And I'm gonna enslave people to build it. You know. It just—it's not great. So if there is magics on the God's Eye and um, and uh, the Isle of Faces, then I'm not surprised. I mean, it wouldn't necessarily—it doesn't even necessarily have to be cursed. It is a huge place that is impossible to garrison and look after. You can't—you have to be rich as a dog's butt to well to pay for it. Steal like
1: you did. Yeah. Um, Black Heron definitely. Got some bad juju for what he did to build the place, and that, yeah, right. I mean, and his line, his line ended mm-hmm. there. I think. Do I think it's actually cursed? Even though there's magic in the universe, no. But I think it's a good place for like self-fulfilling prophecy mm. of curse. Because if you, you, you know think I mean?
0: like no one has really done very well there, and no good things. No, and there's
1: there. there's not very, been very many lords who pass, actually successfully pass it down.
0: No. No,
1: not for no. any long. As term, we see in the show, right? the
0: strongs pretty much get burned alive there. In there, um, in there, yeah. So yeah, it's it's a funny one. Is it just a curse, or is it just so big that no one could ever take, no one could ever really look after it um, yeah. properly? Um, because it's just too. Like, how would you pay for an army to? You need it. You would need a full army just to, to garrison, garrison it. it, and then yeah, you need another army. Yeah. <laughs> and you'd
1: have to feed them all. Yeah. This was a "Who's got the bigger deck?" conversation. That was why Heron built it. Basically, is that, is that a joke? Does that translate? Is that joke only a Canadian joke? No, how no, big your deck? Yeah. well, deck. Do you mean dick, babe? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: right. She that's, means that's the joke. dick, everyone. Not deck.
1: It sounds like you're <laughs> that's from the New joke. Zealand. It's,
0: like it's, you oh, sound really. like you're from New. Because like um, my sister in law's from New Zealand, who says "dick," a dick. I'm painting the dick. So I'm saying.
1: I'm saying deck on purpose because right. that's the joke. It's like a, a play. It's a Canadian thing, probably. Right. It's a play on word. Is how how big's your deck is like a, a indication I of see. how big your dick is. So that's the castle's heron's big deck. I see. I just thought um, you were
0: doing like a New Zealand accent.
1: No. <laughs> like, oh, she's going Canadianism. To New like, Canadianism joke. <laughs> how
0: big is my dick? Like that's New Zealanders like that. Fashion traps on the deck. <laughs> So that's great um so yeah so that's harren hall which is a completely crazy place i would never if someone said to me would you stay in harren hall overnight
1: would you do it would you would you -hmm. you be
0: Mm -hmm.
1: i would probably it's funny because i'm a terrified person i've mentioned this before i'm i'm super creeped out by like but i don't really believe in like haunted-y things and i Mm. think the history person in me would just be like yeah let's go let me stay in all those creepy old castles i would totally do it Indeed, mm-hmm. i'd stay at the tower of london if they'd let me a lot of oh, people yeah. died there They did didn't i it's a really beautiful place yeah. have you ever been no i haven't even i've never been across what, what? you've got to come across across the pond one day mm. one day i will yeah um so what after harren hall we move to the stormlands right i believe so yes yeah, so
0: he so he burns down the whole of harren hall basically and kills harren and his sons
1: and the lion ends that's it the line ends, um, and he. I think then we go to gives th- the castle. Who does he give it to? He gives the castle to. Oh no! He
0: makes Lord Tully, the he makes paramount Lord Tully, Lord, Lord paramount. paramount of the Trident, yep. but he doesn't give him Harrenhal. He doesn't give Lord Tully oh, Harrenhal. No, fire. he gives
1: Harrenhal to <laughs> to somebody who. Um, I, can't I can't remember who. his name I can't now. Searching. Sort oh, of I think.
0: But basically, the Tullys become the vassal lords. Vassal, yeah, the main vassal of. Uh, in River Run of the Riverlands so and then he takes all their swords so yeah he collects up all the swords from the battle I know. Well. so what's with that where do you think
1: he didn't do that in Duskendale when they took Maidenpool in Duskendale mm. um, he starts it here mm. why does he do that why does he start When did when did that idea come like where did even that idea come to him I wonder that's one of those things that I have noted like what was even why know. does he want to sit on the swords of the conquered people is that just his show of? I mean, unity and confidence. Maybe
0: he's always trying to make a statement that it's no. You should a king should never sit easy, because that's essentially yeah what it, what it comes down to at the end.
1: But I don't know. So this was his concept all along. Maybe like he's just really into interior, the interior
0: design. <laughs> <laughs> it's like guys, <laughs> yeah. I've got this concept super hands-on. Like, <laughs> I love this idea of like having like
1: the focal point of the room yeah. is going to be my
0: swords. I'm like going to the- get the dragon to bend it cuz obviously the dragonlords always did stuff like they did bend metal and stuff into shapes with their dragon fire
1: so maybe it did come from a like a valyrian i was curious if yeah exactly if it came from a valyrian concept if there was artwork in dragonstone of something in valyria that was made that way formed that way Mm -hmm. that resonated with him like these are the just little things that i want to know to me it would just make that concept make more sense Mm. It um, is odd.
0: It is odd anyway. that he suddenly does it then, because I did
1: notice. I was like, "Why mm-hmm. has he not
0: done that before?" Now? But then mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe he had a dream. This is the
1: first big, big thing. Maybe. But yeah, it's strange to me. And by, and maybe, maybe this is the maybe this is where the concept was conceived. Mm. Maybe he saw it, saw the swords melted in the dragon fire, and thought. Hmm, I can do something with this. Yeah. Like maybe the blacksmith in him was yeah. like, I could do something cool yeah. with this.
0: Or he was just like, guys, don't throw it away. Reuse, recycle. I love it. We're Reduce, gonna reuse, up. Recycle. We're gonna What's we'll it? Upcycle. Here we go. I'm gonna upcycle it. Get some decoupage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get decoupage and decolletage mixed up quite a lot. Oh no! <laughs> and I always you know have I to check myself. Like, am I about to say the right word? Am I going about to talk about boobs or or interior design? <laughs>
1: mine's just as bad I say um ethereal and urethra <laughs> oh
0: yes although I never knew yep. how to pronounce ethereal for years because it was one of those words where I read it and I'd never heard it said aloud so I was like ethereal
1: <laughs> I, remember, I think it was my brother or my sister
0: like going, Oh, it's not how you say it it's ethereal and I was like I didn't know and of course I'd like said it probably in a school presentation and other things oh, so no. oh no oh no by the <laughs>
1: so there we go yeah. better better than saying urethra by mistake
0: that's true although i did once at yeah. school um during my english class when i was about 18 we were reading *Wuthering heights so i would have been 17 we we're reading withering heights and of course it's a very like dark moody book mm-hmm. i hate the book i really really hate it um oh, really? <laughs> i just i can't stand it um i didn't really read it properly i read the cliff notes version right as you, as you yeah, yeah, um and at the start oh my god it's so embarrassing my teacher who was also the head of the year right he was the head of that year group and scary as hell said so it's really dark weather it's dark portent like lots of like wind it's rain what do we call it when the weather is going to tell us about something that might happen and the answer right. is beth do you know what the answer is
1: no. Okay. I, don't I, don't know. A, I didn't finish a high school.
0: Pro- prophetic <laughs> fallacy. Oh, shit, I just nearly did it. Oh. A prophetic fallacy. So it's like the weather will tell you so if it's a it was a dark and stormy night, it's gonna tell you that this this is a scary story, something bad's gonna happen.
1: Dangerous coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But
0: I just put up my hand and went, um, it's a prophetic. no, I said it's a phallic prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> Like oh yeah, um, I know the answer. It's actually a phallic prophecy. I know. <laughs> like fucking like oh god, I still think about it. I'm like, Oh did I really say that to
1: my? Yeah, I love those. So your leg like, in bed at night, and you're remembering something from 20 years ago that you can't change. No. And it's just out
0: there. It's out there. Yeah. I did that. But everyone
1: else has probably forgotten it. But it's just like live I'll never in your forget brain. it.
0: I'll never. He scared the living mm-hmm. Jesus
1: out of me. That teacher. He was so oh. mean and scary.
0: Like even as a 17 year old, I was scared of him. And I said I talked. To, I basically talked about a penis in front of him. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh
1: my goodness.
0: Yeah. So anyway, amazing. Um, where were we? Part we not talking about? Oh yeah, we were. So we we're talking about where they went afterwards. So we talk about yes the the Storm King Ar- Argalak, the arrogant. they talk up. They in the book they talk about um, the battle there with Rainies
1: against and oris baratheon right yes oris is sent there oris as well there too, i think that yeah. was it it's, sounds to me like aegon was just like through and through since you sent back the my envoys hands mm-hmm. this man is inheriting your castle period yeah my brother yeah, yeah he's yeah. taken it yeah so that was set in stone
0: yeah and it didn't go i mean it went fairly well obviously the storm lines are stormy so there was a massive storm and it didn't go well mm-hmm. for um it was flying into the eyes of the Targaryen side, this the rain. So they were kind of blinded the by rain the was.
1: Yeah. But Argalic, Argalic, Argalic. <laughs> he didn't want to die. He didn't want to die like Heron did. He didn't want to just be cooked in his castle. Like a suckling pig with an apple in his mouth, that's what he said. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he did ride out, he did fight. Uh he did lose.
0: He did dragons. because dragons, because yeah. Meraxes was like although he died oh rain (laughs) uh he did uh (laughs) die with the sword in his hand he actually fought in one on one combat with like 12 people yeah oh yeah he like took down a bit like he was like yeah and he was slaying but it was then oris baratheon versus like, in the red corner you've got Oris Baratheon <laughs> and then in the blue corner you have Argilac the Arrogant and they they had like it, and Oris Baratheon like got off his horse to fight him. He was like, I'm oh, yeah, gonna it do it like, proper like, fight. Boom, we're gonna yeah. fight and they fought and they both took injuries, but basically Argilac was killed by him. Uh, and then what? This, this is a bit of an awful story, but Argella, Argilac's daughter Mm-hmm. She locked her gates a bit like hair in the Black. You're not coming in. She not by the hair, it's by chinny stubborn. chin chin. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. And um, Queen Rainy's flew into parley with Moraxes and she was like, You can take my castle, but you will have. What does she say? Uh, you will win only bones and blood and ashes.
1: And her men were like, No. Nah,
0: fuck that. Mm, no, <laughs> Basically, no. it was really annoying. They'll follow a guy, they'll follow Argillac. But.
1: Yeah, but, but Argilac was still willing to fight. He wasn't they saw what happened to mm. Heron. They knew there was like there was a reason for them to be like, yeah. um
0: But basically they treated her like no. shit. And they, they, threw did. they stripped the- her naked Yes,
1: and cuffed her hands and dragged her out to Ori's Baratheon. Yeah. And he was nice to so, her, apparently. He was nice to her, apparently. I don't think that history would lie, and in this case, there's nothing to lose mm. by Oris not being nice to her. So I'm going to say that True. he treated her with some dignity.
0: But I do wonder if she got because they end up getting married, and he took the uh, durandan sigil of the stag, the crown stag, as his sigil, uh, and kept Storm's End, and then took her to wife. although I do wonder—is that like Stockholm syndrome? <laughs> like was she like he was finally nice (laughs) yeah exactly yeah but no wonder like the the baratheons are known to be like big fierce warriors because you've got Durandan and baratheon yeah both of them kind of black haired families like with big black hair very very strong like there is just absolutely no wonder you end up with people like bobby b (laughs) king robert mm-hmm. who, yeah who were just yeah, these the massive warriors, warriors.
1: yeah um yeah. other than you've got stannis yeah. but there you go um <laughs> yeah and well and, renly. and renly, renly wasn't exactly a warrior either but he did he did look a lot like robert in his years he so, did yeah you
0: know. absolutely yeah yeah but i kind of i like that oris baratheon was like that because at least there's if this if it's a true story then at least that is there's like a softer side to the war. It, it, it is so heavy, this book about war and burning people mm-hmm. and oh you will die if you do not come out blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then you've got yeah. this like kind of guy who's like, Do you know what? They treat you like an asshole. Gentler. He literally covers. Do you know what it like, reminds
1: me of? I don't know if you watch this, probably a lot of our listeners do though. Not I'm assuming we have a lot of listeners. I don't know if we have a lot of listeners. All but, of uh, our either way. Three listeners. Um I always yeah, one of our three listeners, both. Well, yeah um four if we have four patreoners yeah um i always picture oris baratheon as rip from yellowstone <laughs> i don't know yellowstone i'm gonna google oh my says... god you should just look up rip, rip uh, in yellowstone. yellowstone but if you knew the character i feel like you get it like okay. anyone who watches you guys will have to at me at our at kiss podcast on twitter and let me know what you think of my take of oris as uh, I'm as look rip him up.
0: rip oh, oh. hello
1: hmm mm-hmm. i can
0: see that I can definitely see yeah. that. I, oh, I don't know. to me. Mm.
1: You'd have to know the character. It's not just the look; it's the character too. Okay, all right. It's then. just that the the way he acts. I think his of behavior. him as, oh I don't know. I just think- he's like a hard ass with a lot of things, but there's this tender side to him with his okay. uh, partner in the show.
0: I guess I'll have to watch Yellowstone.
1: So you'll have to watch Yellowstone just oh, to know if another, you see her. another show I'll have to yeah. watch.
0: Yes, so I quite I yeah I've got a lot of time for Aris Baratheon. You know, he pours her wine, he puts his cloak around her gently and speaks to her gently about her father's courage and the manner of his death. And afterwards, to honour the fallen king, he took the arms and words of Durandon as his own. Oh, yes, he takes the words as well. Um, Mm -hmm. What is it? Ours is the fury. Ours ours is the fury. Yeah, Yeah, that's the one. I would not want to live in the Stormlands. That would be rubbish. No. No. no i mean I i'd like a bit either. of rain but nice view much. nice view but yeah shipbreaker bay no thanks i mean would you like no, to live you. somewhere that's yeah. literally like mm, gonna but, like your,
1: your parents could even come visit you because they might crash on the bay exactly <laughs> like, no thank you Although for some people um, that might be a good thing <laughs> mind you keeping my parents out would- <laughs> exactly. okay. love you mom <laughs> yeah um yeah but this is this is a question I have for you. I have to pose this. So, Different. so Visenya goes to the Eyrie, mm-hmm. Um and then Rainie's does uh, the Stormlands, and then Rainie's goes to Dorne. Mm-hmm. Does it not? Do you not have questions about the fact that Visenya is the warrior? Mm. And the only fight she's yes. had. Is Duskendale. Yes. Barely. Yes. And Rainies is the the creative artist person, not a warrior, it says no. in the book. She's not like, she not in that flying. way. And she gets, she, yeah, she loves flying, but she doesn't love, she's not a warrior, she doesn't love fighting. No. She, and she gets Storm's End, mm. and then she gets Dorne. And no, maybe they didn't know what Dorne was going to be at first. Oh, but even so. Like, but they keep do sending that's Rainies Egon's to Dorne.
0: like preference. It doesn't make sense to me at all, and I, d- I made it a note that Doesn't make any sense to well.
1: me. Yeah, I, I, I have all often said every time I read this book, why does Rhaenyss keep going to Dorne, mm. and why did they send Visenya, the hardened woman, to parley with a child and his mother? Like to me, that's that's uh, Aegon is a diplomat. Mm. Like he would have recognized the personalities of people. To me, Rainies is much more suited. To, to making the errands warm to them, Probably. then she is convincing the Yellow Toad, who they've already gotten letters from, so they know a little bit about her yeah. character,
0: to agree to side with them. If you don't know, the Yellow Toad is the Princess of Dawn.
1: Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. that's fine.
0: Yeah, I made that note as well. Well, I suppose you could say they didn't know what to expect from each of those places. So, it's true. And, and would Visenya have been... Reni may have been more diplomatic say in a more difficult place. So if Visenya True. had got to dawn would she have just set the place Maybe. on fire? I don't I honestly don't know but I think they really do her hard, do by do do badly by her because Visenya when they say oh she's so hard and she's a warrior and she fights this, <sighs> what I mentioned before but then she's able
1: to charm this little boy and flies around the castle with him.
0: Like when mm-hmm. she gets to Duskendale, she orders the place not to be sacked she's like you yeah. are not having that she's level-headed she's level-headed right? don't For set sure. place and then when she gets to the veil vale, the people run out because she's landed in uh the eerie really high up they thought the is impregnable but they're like oh dragons can fly um yeah <laughs> so yeah. they can get there
1: they keep forgetting though and and this is a big element later with the battle between lannister and mm. myrne um
0: i just i was just thinking maybe they just don't realize what dragons they do can all do these yet. things
1: but they have no idea no. of a dragon's capability no. yeah that's what i think but i
0: what i was going to say about visenya when she's goes up there and they come running out and she's just got ronald on her ronald aaron on her lap and it's kind yeah. of slightly threatening it's like i've got your son
1: yeah oh yeah for yeah, sure it it's is yeah. like, i've got yeah. your son
0: here but they kind of have like the two mums uh shara that's it shara aaron that's really hard to say
1: I don't know that is a mum yet. No, that's true. Right.
0: But it's woman to woman. They look at each other. It's and Shara's women. like, yeah. fair enough. You can have all three crowns we've got up here. Because they had three crowns. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. and then Ronald's like, can I go flying with the lady? I love that.
1: I love it. I know. And I love that Visenya's like, yeah, dude, let's go. Yeah. Hop on. Yeah. Like, it's the best. It is that's amazing, so cute. Isn't it? So yeah. So I feel yeah. like
0: they kind of really shit on her character in these histories where they talk about, oh, she's harsh, she's a hardened warrior, she's like mean and But she Mm -hmm. actually, where she goes, there's almost no fighting and there's no sacking. There's no like, you know, there's no, oh, we're going to enter the city and take everything we can and plunder it. She's like, I'm going to take some of the riches for our coffers, but we're not going to sack this city and I'm not going to kill this little boy and I'm not going to kill all your people. We're just going to have a polite chat
1: It's not, yeah, it's not necessary here. But she, I mean, she does do, she does light up. But I think
0: Rainy's, you're right, when she goes to Dawn, I feel like she's quite weak down there. I don't, when I was reading
1: it, I was like, why is she run away? Like, she can. Why do they keep sending her back to Dawn? She obviously has not been successful so far. She probably explains why she keeps finding the same thing. So she
0: goes to Dawn and finds that the castles are empty. She lands in Vaith. Yeah. and only women mm-hmm. and children are there and they say she says oh where have you gone and they say oh where did all away. the men have gone? they've gone away and she lands on the next place and then goes to sunspear and it's basically empty yeah. apart from the princess uh of dawn the yellow toad who's
1: like yeah. she does we chat will with not. her yeah
0: they chat but i don't get why she doesn't if she wants to conquer it i would just set the fuck fire on it anyway
1: well i think i think maybe this is another women to women scene yeah. um if there're two women in power she she doesn't she's not egg mm. on she's not threatened mm. yet by this person like like hair in the black was like this horrendous dude who was a, who is toxic to the people as well mm. as to Aegon. Mm. so but the yellow toad is not toxic to her people she's she's well liked by her yeah, people yeah. there's no real i guess reason to do that i
0: know and of course she's like we 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 won't ever we're our words are, yeah, we're unbowed, unbowed, un-bent, unbent, unbroken, unbroken yeah. and we won't bow to you, so get out.
1: Mm-hmm. And Rayleigh's is like,
0: yeah. I'll be back
1: with fire and blood, yeah. I don't know
0: what the witch in The Wizard of Oz,
1: yeah, yeah, I don't know why. It's like, I'll be back or I'll get you my pretty new... I don't know. And your yellow sword, Rayleigh's the bad guy, yeah, that's what I think of, but yeah, so yeah, I'll be back, and and they, you know, Dorne is the hardest to take yes it for is for sure yeah so the veil's collected and that's done and dusted yeah. and done and uh, dusted. do they oh and yes sorry get it it's <laughs> your <Sheer> pun <sighs> not really a pun just
0: shit words coming out Clam of my mouth words. um <laughs> um yeah and but then they've got the people in the west and the south you've got the westerlands mm-hmm. and the reach who decide to bandy together like all the Lannisters, all of their vassals, all the vassals of the Gardener's and High Tower, um, mm-hmm. but not not High Tower. All the vassals and High Garden—that's what I meant. But the High Towers yes. don't yeah. go. They're like we're just going to stay in Old Town. Bye. We're going to hang out. We're going to hang out and watch. And King Mern and King Lauren Lannister. So King Mern says they call he calls the army. Like they're really arrogant about it. Um, like, mm-hmm. they've heard what happened in Harrenhal and they, at Storm's End. Heard what happened.
1: They have a big army, though. They have a very big army. They have a really army, big army.
0: But they don't have a dragon. And he says, oh, we're the Iron Fist. This is our Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, yeah. So, I've written a note here. Because, obviously, they're all fighting. The, they're fighting the Targaryens. And they're obsessed with, like, we will keep our land. And this is our land. Yes. And we can't have it. But who's land was it before it wasn't theirs it was someone else's like it's so weird that they're like
1: so possessive but they've had it for quite some time they have but it's still like i know you yeah. know like it's not
0: really yours guys and it's such a fun i think for them
1: to, to it's safe to assume given the rest of the houses and their their thoughts they probably have been dealt mm. dealing with someone like hair in the black for a mm. long time threatening them and threatening them and threatening them so they're like we're not going to concede we didn't concede to that we're not going to concede to you sure.
0: But I think if I was the you know, children of the forest or a first man, I would be like sitting there like, Haha. so now you know what it feels like. Who was here first? Yeah. Then?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Like yeah. any native yeah. person,
0: like uh, Aboriginal Australians or even Native Americans. Yes,
1: we have a lot of indigenous yeah. people here. We're smack in the middle of some big indigenous communities. And yeah, it's like, I'm sorry, whose land is this? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, And so they start
0: marching north and through the grasses and fields of wheat.
1: Yes, and dry, very dry, Dry and
0: they're like it's brilliant because um, it's very dry here. There's no river. There's not been raining, so we can easily do here. We've got the high ground. The sun is going to be in their face. Um, It's going to be brilliant. Um, The day was cloudless. It was windy, and the grass. So it's great. The grass in these long fields were really dry. That's great. What does it make you think of when you've got dry grass on a, and there might be dragon fire around?
1: And dragon fire around. She so that's going to yeah. mix
0: well? Um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I've, no, I've, I I've written a really stupid note here. So King Bern had brought half a, again as many men to the battle as King Lauren, and so demanded the honour of commanding the centre. And I always find it really weird when someone's like, "I may I have the honour of being the vanguard and the centre? Yeah, I, I would know. be like, excuse me, may I have the honour of staying in my house? <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, May I have the like, honor of fighting from the rear, please? Yeah, can I have that honor?
0: Because that, to me, is the real honor. Is maybe just sitting this one out and having some popcorn. Yeah, and watching.
1: yeah. I have a chance to <laughs> run. <laughs>
0: like, it's, I just find it it is such a weird society to me. I kind of often know, don't buy into it when I'm just like, why would, why are they all obsessed with like being an incredible warrior? But I guess when life is so easy to die, it's so easy to die in a place like Westeros that. Is, people yeah. are like well how do i want to do it i want to go out with honor or something whereas i would just i am mm-hmm. it brings out my like worst side be like i have no honor <laughs> i'm going to age all. i don't want to die at all <laughs> i want to have all the beauty treatments and all the health treatments keep me alive for as long as possible yes. like have you seen death becomes her i want the there's like yes. a magical potion yes, give me totally. that potion so i can stay young and beautiful forever i don't want yes do i want to grab with honor no totally i will lose all of it i work honor.
1: in the beauty industry for a reason <laughs> <laughs>
0: sit at home eating like bacon and i'll be fine <laughs> so yeah so they were like oh yeah going off to battle they've got yes, a massive army though like it's a humongous huge compared yeah. to what egon has yep.
1: and yep. um but spoiler alert that army doesn't matter no do you want to talk mm-hmm.
0: us through what happens in this battle beth
1: um <laughs> is, is this do all three of them come together and they this do battle?
0: yeah visenya yeah. loses the veil and mm-hmm. um, rainy's pops up, and uh, um, Aegon's yeah. there. So there's three dragons,
1: and an army. Yeah, yeah. In and a- and really, it's just hot. It's hot. It's hot. Feels. Uh, yes. And I think uh, they say, less than 100 of Aegon's men were lost.
0: Yes. And less than 100. The
1: the other army is just destroyed. They're just decimated. Yeah. One more than 4,000 men died in the flames. Yes. And Mern King Mern died. Yep. Uh, And his line extinguished uh, because of the fires. And then King Lauren Lannister did live and did bend the knee. He ran away.
0: away. Oh, yes, he ran away. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. And it was the the whole battle was named the Field of Fire because basically they set fire fire. to
1: the dry grass. They had three dragons. Three dragons. I mean, three bombs went off there big time. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I mean, it was basically they lost from the beginning because
0: as soon as they charged on them, horses got freaked out by the fire they ran away people mm-hmm. people The, dragons. the four thousand yeah. died in the flames tens of thousands suffered burns some so bad that they would remain scarred for life kingman yep. was amongst the dead together was the sons grandsons brothers cousins and other kin one nephew survived for three days and he died of his burns and then house gardener died with him it makes you yep. i think it i feel like this is the it's a very small section but it is George R. R. Martin telling us that this is the reality of dragons because we don't hear mm-hmm. from any of the other battles. He doesn't mention like obviously we hear that it's burnt, they like they burn the people alive, but actually listening to how many people had burns for the rest of their lives, how many people, like how oh yeah, many... the lasting
1: effects of this yeah. battle in more ways than just mm. Aegon winning there is these people were scarred for life or or mutilated for life because of this battle
0: Mm. and then the dragons gorged on the dead
1: and then yeah but i i think this battle is super duper important for what happens next Mm -hmm. with tauren stark with the northerners oh absolutely Um, and how that goes down
0: but then that's how the the tyrells this war is how the tyrells become become the lords of the reach Although yes. I find it really funny that his name is Harlan Tyrell because you know how it's sort of said that they're kind of up jump stewards. Like they're mm-hmm, the stewards mm-hmm. of the gardeners. And Harlan, yeah. they all have like Harlan like names, like they're from the south. Like Harlan Tyrell, <laughs> like a bit. Um, yes. My Harlan and Garlan, and Marjorie and Willis. <laughs> like, okay.
1: That's true. I never, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. <laughs> we're just, we're nice, Mace.
0: Mace Tyrell. <laughs> my favorite spice <spouse laughs> is mace so i named name my son mace <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so he yielded up high garden
1: boom you can have it yeah because he had nothing to lose and only to yeah. gain he was like this is my mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. i was in the right place at the right time it still shocks me that he didn't that it was never gifted to Somebody of more importance. But right. I guess it makes sense because this is someone giving it to a nobody who was going to make them forever loyal to House Targaryen. Yeah, exactly. And it did. They
0: did, exactly. It did. Yeah. Um and he was gonna so after this battle, Egon was gonna the battle of the field of fire. He was gonna go off to Old Town, the Arbor and Dawn, but then that's when he hears of the King in the North, um, King star marching. marching south, and he was already south of the neck by this point. So he was in the Riverlands. Yes and i find that you're right this is a really important moment because
1: he so he's this is the most interesting mm. Torrance starks is the most interesting one to me yes
0: completely because they
1: don't meet they don't speak face to face until it's until the conversation is over mm, that's true that's
0: actually they send true.
1: ravens all night long oh uh, and his they... brandon snow his bastard brandon brother. snow is his envoy his yeah envoy. his bastard yeah. brother is the envoy but he never goes to speak with Aegon. Aegon never. It was maybe like maybe we're both kings. I'm not mm. crossing this line until mm. until we know what's happening. I think that this is the this is where that show theory could be really really mm-hmm. relevant because mm-hmm. that's maybe one of the only things that be that could be conveyed by another person or a letter that would make another king kneel to a mm-hmm. king. Yes, this would be if an imminent threat mm. from that the is north, not them. especially from the north yes. and of course the Starks is,
0: have a whole I mean we could do a whole episode on
1: we could and, and they like Torrin the would believe him and stuff Torn, like yeah. yes the north exactly Torn would would believe that because they are I'll say superstitious I don't mean it like but they believe in the old stories mm-hmm. they believe in the old ways yeah
0: and the and the, um, and the others that, you know they forgot. yeah they it's ironic the north remembers because they have forgotten quite a lot yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, but yeah, there is—it is there, and but its psyche. those stories would still resonate. And it doesn't—it make you kind of wonder if maybe there is a if the if the Targaryens have this lore that's passed down from air to air. Mm-hmm. maybe the Starks do as well. Yeah. There must always be a Stark in Winterfell, a Stark and Winterfell. Is an example of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so clearly, they have. But reasons Catelyn didn't and purpose know that. For...
0: Although that's a spoiler about maybe oh, my sorry, Catelyn. Catelyn yeah, that's true. But still. Um, so she knew that there always have to be a Stark and Winterfall but she may not have known why but anyway that's a read a Song of Ice and Fire everyone if you haven't because it's great
1: yes, yeah. <laughs> we'll probably depending on uh, release and everything when we get content it's very possible we will cover it yes, exactly. <laughs> in the future who knows though and if if we don't a lot of people have already yes, so yes you we can we'll find it there
0: but we'll, we'll be see. it takes quite mm-hmm. a while to go through Fire and Blood so by the time we get to that bit we We're might be like it might be in about a decade getting volume Two. <laughs> that's true (laughs) we get to get
1: and what goes on there
0: um but yeah i mean he does you're right he i'd never really thought about the fact that they don't meet until the moment that Torin stark kneels to him and lays down the ancient crown of the kings of of winter aegon's feet Mm -hmm. and then rose again as lord of winterfoil and warden of the north and what it says there is no Northman left his burned bones beside the trident and the swords Egon collected from Lord Stark and his vassals were not twisted, nor melted, nor bent. I presume he didn't take ice from him because obviously ice is the sword of House Stark, and it still is. Yeah, House, yeah. The of House
1: I don't King. think I feel like it's safe to assume that those important ancestral swords Egon wouldn't have demanded no, to take. No, that would have been dickish. Um, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would have been probably mm. a little bit insulting. Indeed. Um,
0: so that's they part company there.
1: I wonder, and too, like that's to me, like they didn't make that note when it came to the the, the eerie and the veil mm-hmm. that the swords that Visenya took were not twisted. So that that metaphor is meant to be there. the, the Storks, mm-hmm. the Starks, they they yeah, they didn't tell the same right. story with the veil, even though it's a very similar story. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought it was interesting the way that they it is talked about. Yeah, this, yeah, that moment. Yeah, I
0: think that's. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. There's obviously something significant enough about the northern element of this story that they've added this detail in in a way that the Arons aren't I mean the Vale is an interesting place but I'm not I'm not super psyched about the Vale I don't care about it as much I wonder how it's going to come more important in later books because I think it will Mm -hmm. do and obviously we've got certain characters there who have been stuck there for a long time (laughs) Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but uh and so I'm interested in that but it's not the most interesting place to me veil of aaron
1: it's not it doesn't have the lore magic and the mysticism that the north has although it is
0: but then Um, sometimes it does And when i really think about it because you've got like house royce which is a first man um thing and they've got they've got all those runes everywhere and you you do have it there i think it's just not as explored and the more it gets explored and the more we read about it later on like in in a feast for crows the more interesting it does become to me and i think oh this is more interesting but I don't know I feel like the show did it fairly well in Game of Thrones um yeah but I just think of it as a very barren place but it's not actually it's very um it's not it's very bounteous isn't it and
1: full of they also have don't they have a a weirwood throne as well right they
0: do because but they couldn't grow weirwoods up there so they chopped down a weirwood and made a weirwood throne throne. do we want to take a break here like a little break, because we've been talking a long time. We could have a little yeah, break a long and time. shout out to our patrons, our patrons, our yeah. lovely people, to shout out to them. Uh, shall I do that? I want to say a lovely hello to Chris B, the Song of Ice. Hello to you. Um, and what? Lo- he's on our um, direwolf level, isn't he? Because we've got three levels. There's direwolves, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's ice spiders, and Grump- grumpkins and snarks.
1: There we go um
0: so i also want to say hi to julie beth and scad lovely scad of um davos fingers very nice and also the king in the north who is also one of our uh patrons so thank you so much for your support we couldn't do this without you
1: we could not thank you guys Um, and if so again as
0: a reminder if anyone else would like to support us on patreon that would be very nice and you do get once we have merch made we're still working on art and merch but it will happen You'll get merch, 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 and mm-hmm. we'll
1: have stuff. You'll get stuff, bonus yeah. episodes and video episodes of us, and an opportunity to ask us a question. Um, so we have one this week. Yes from from the lovely Scad from Davos Fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a nice question. No, it's really hard. So <laughs> <laughs> really That's <hard laughs> a answer. hard question. Like, Here we well. go. So I will. I will read. I will read Scad's question. Mm-hmm. I want to know what each of you. What each of you think your most divergent opinion from the fandom is. This can be any opinion about any character, theory, or arc, but with one catch: no Targaryens involved. Oh yeah,
0: I hate that question. Mm-hmm. Just taking. I don't
1: yeah. like it either. No, <laughs> like, ask us the question. We love questions. Don't ask us that kind of question. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, not that. <laughs> not that question. Um, not that question. Yeah. What's, um, what's yours, Beth? You start. Um. Okay. Um, I, I, I'll apologize, I guess. I don't, I don't feel the need to offend, to defend it that much. It's just super duper different than a lot of other people in the fandom, but I don't like the hound. Ooh. I don't think he's a nice dude. I know. Well, a lot of people really. are going to, uh, don't at me. He's not a nice guy. He's not a good, he's not a good influence on those kids um on this this is this is spoiler sorry Hmm. we're jumping into the main series this is if that's a matter it's par for the question but but i don't um i don't think he's he's a good impression on i think he's a savior figure to them but i don't think he's a good person Uh, i think he's going to go through a transformative phase where he will become a better person Hmm. i think that's a major theme in george's stories um but i yeah i don't think he's a hero or i mean maybe he's he fits that anti-hero archetype but i don't like him i'm sorry I don't stand Sansan. No. Oh
0: no, but anyone who stands Sansan is a weird like why like she's, a lot a, of, she's like a twelve year old girl. Why would she go out with him? I don't know, but a lot of people a lot of people like it. I don't what? know. It's
1: just yeah. I like it's,
0: them as yeah. friends. Um, I want them to become friends. I think they'd be a lovely friendship. Yeah. Because she softens his heart. I and them.
1: actually like I like I like Arya too, but I think he makes her a very violent person. True. Right? But she because was already so violent fairly himself. violent. She was, but that's like it's not reeling her in. No, it's like it's demoralizing he her. Does, he in does my opinion, teach her other things, and her.
0: actually, they are kind. I find they're quite kindred spirity. Oh um, uh, yeah, and they, she she takes him on as a kind of mini wolf pack, and they're
1: both. She does very, but he's still on her list for a really long time, and then suddenly, but he's a, not. and actually,
0: he could have got rid of her a number of times, and he never does.
1: But it's actually the stuff with Sansa that I really, really don't like with him. Really. It's not as much the stuff with Arya, and I think because Arya is in a different circumstance, she is a different person. But I think he is so harsh with Sansa. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He never. He doesn't respect her space I <laughs> enough. I don't know. I don't. I don't like it. It doesn't sit well with me, and I don't like it. I definitely
0: no. don't like it after the Battle of the Blackwater when he forces to sing him a song. That's very creepy. Yeah,
1: um, it's creepy. It sends off my. Uh, my, like, trigger warnings, nerves, everything. Yeah, yeah. Everything in me is just like, no.
0: But she thinks that he's kissed her. And that's very weird as well. She thinks that he's kissed he her. He never
1: thinks about it. We don't have oh, his POV. He, he didn't
0: kiss her. But she's like, and that's when he kissed me. You're like, no, he didn't. It's very weird that her memory of that is that that's he kissed true. her.
1: And she keeps his bloody... Yeah. um, His bloody cloak. Yeah. I know. But is that Stockholm Syndrome? It's Could very be. Beauty and the Beast. Like, is, he's yeah. the only saviour figure that she has for a while. Mm, I don't know. Mm. It's weird. Whatever it is.
0: You, I know you also have another terrible opinion that you're frightened of telling Scad. And I've seen it. You told me about What's it before. That?
1: Your other. Oh no. I don't remember what <laughs> it is. Your notebook. <laughs> Tell your notebook. The Who's
0: on your notebook?
1: Oh. <laughs> I'm not terrified. Scad is, Scad is also, I think, a Stanis apologist. I am a Stanis apologist. Um, my, I carry a notebook that says, or I use my, I can't see it. I'm holding it up for no reason at all. Um, <laughs> I have a I have a notebook that I make all my podcast notes in that says what would Stannis Baratheon do, and uh, she loves him. I told Steph this. I, yeah, he would grind his teeth. We have established <laughs> that. Um, that's that's Stannis's answer to things, and I love Stannis. Though I think it's easier to justify why I like Stannis than it is why I don't like the Hound. But I love Stannis because to me he he's he's comic relief. He's hysterical. His story arc is funny. I'm he's not a Zora head, high. Yeah. Like it's it's funny. You have to. You just kind of have to look at his whole arc with irony. And and I like that and I find it funny. So I don't really apologise for that because I don't take it all that seriously because I don't think anyone should take Stannis all that seriously. Wow. The only person who should take Stannis seriously is Stannis. <laughs> and he does. He really does. And he does. <laughs> wow. He really does. I just yeah. end up
0: shaking my head at his chapters. I can't, yeah. I'm shaking my head at you now like, oh no. He's funny though. No, like- Davos makes him funny. Davos is his... He's in Davos's POV's and John's.
1: and Stannis's circumstances are funny though. Everything about what he does, like it's quite humorous. You know, this anyway. Yeah. We'll get into that in another episode. That'll be a bonus. Anyone episode.
0: who's not read *A Song of Ice and Fire*, these older books are like, what the hell are you talking about?
1: But <laughs> I know it's true. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Why don't you Who? read them? Um,
1: well, and now they're gonna now they're gonna read it right. They're gonna read Stannis with humor because I've implanted them. <laughs>
0: no don't he's the worst (laughs) um oh god what what, oh you asked me what mine was um yes i i am really boring and i don't have that many that diverge from the fandom um i have my old town theory which kind of moves away from the fandom a bit which is like that which i did a bonus episode on so i'm not going to talk too much about it um Mm
1: -hmm. that
0: Mm -hmm. it's it's the Maester conspiracy isn't just Maesters, but it's the High Towers Maesters and the Sept, the you know the faith, are in on something. Yep. Um, that the High Towers are definitely. I think I agree with Scad. This is his theory that the High Towers have some other knowledge that we sucking don't know up about. to
1: our patrons, obviously. Yeah, you know,
0: sucking right up there. <laughs> um, what's that up your butt, Scad? It's me. <laughs> and. Um, but I think the one that I've often got the most about is that I... And I've actually said this when I was on Davos Fingers and I didn't summarise it very well because we didn't have a lot of time. But I believe that John Aaron was not a good person. I think... Oh, yeah. He, yeah. But, like, his, everyone thinks that he's a really good guy and he was, like, amazing... But I actually think he was a pretty bad guy. Grey in the very, at the very best, bad, yeah, at very least at the at the worst. I think
1: people think he's good because we have Ned thinking so highly of him, and we think highly of Ned. But so Ned we, is also, you know.
0: he believes that everyone has honor, and I don't necessarily think people mm-hmm. do have honor. And I don't no. think John Arryn is. I, I think lots of people can excuse some of the things that he he did because they think he had no choice, like. You know, it was John Arryn who was actually. It was his rebellion, not Robert's. He he rebranded that. You can we can call it your rebellion, yeah, Robert. It's true. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, so it was his rebellion, really. Although he kind of had to do it, but the Arryns were a part of this sort of the northern and other lords marrying each other to potentially overthrow the Targaryens. So so John Arryn was mm-hmm. part of that. He, uh, I don't like him because he marries Lysa, which is unpleasant for her, and he has bad breath. Gross!
1: He's it's got gross. gross. It's grody. He's like her grandpa, yeah. and it's he, she yucky. says he has stinky
0: breath, which is unacceptable in my opinion. And yeah, uh, and he only marries her because, like, she's soiled. She's a soiled person. He marries yeah. her because yeah. she's she. He knows that she's fertile and that's it and i know that that's the well, way of she the was world.
1: until her dad like ripped a baby yeah, out of her yeah exactly Ugh, god poor life and
0: i know that that's the world of restoros that's how it is but it still it doesn't scream honor it doesn't scream it's it doesn't scream honor an honorable man you know he's just no. he's just sort of like marrying this really young girl like yeah she's got a womb fuck it and i know that there are worse people out there who do similar things, but I feel I dislike characters who are who are out there in the world pretending that they're really honourable, but actually they've got this other kind of deep downy thing. Like I don't like people who aren't just what they are out on the face value. Um, yeah. And John Arryn, for example, John Arryn gives shit advice to to Robert Baratheon. He he doesn't say Jamie Lannister absolutely has to go to the wall because he took a vow to protect the king, and killed the king so although yes that helped your war he should not have done that and therefore he should have gone and in fact not only will we just pardon him you can marry his sister um you know after the lannisters sacked king's landing completely how about you send jamie to the wall and
1: then marry his sister exactly (laughs) is no no if you want to make good with tywin then fine but Jamie still has to go. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So I just feel like he made some yeah. really dodgy decisions. And he also, people are like, oh, he was amazing for the realm. He really reigned in Robert. He did not. Robert Baratheon, like, beggared the realm. He
1: yeah robert,
0: no. uh, john aaron people said that, yeah, that people he like, reigned in robert yeah, people always think anyone like can reign oh in without robert. john aaron oh it's so good you're here ned because john aaron really kind of stopped robert brathian being the worst of himself it's like li- robert brathian literally is Ned. The worst literally himself. thinks
1: how did how did john aaron let this happen exactly because robert, robert has did spent yeah, so much
0: money and robert's just like gone to pot he's just like whoring and hunting and you know mm-hmm. like he's if john i mean aaron, go for it yeah. but
1: don't pretend to be a king and do yeah,
0: it yeah or um if john aaron has supposedly like saved the day and made robert baratheon the best person he could be then what the heck like what how bad could robert baratheon have really been yeah. so i just don't buy yeah. it i think that there are loads of people who really like him and there's so many podcasts that are like and robert and john aaron was just so amazing and ned really liked him um but I just don't, I do not buy it. There's so many things that just scream shady behaviour to me. Um, and I will stand yeah. and I will die on this hill um, because I just don't think he was a very good person. And I think Ned is wrong about it. I think Robert and really liked him because he let him get away with whatever. When he was fostered at the Eyrie, he was allowed
1: to just go around like impregnating people. And, yeah. you know, oh, yes making bastards everywhere so yeah. I don't buy it so that's
0: yep. that's probably the most uh, I don't have very many things where I differ from the fandom um that that's definitely I one. I have lots probably yeah you're <laughs> you're I more will. original as a thinker <laughs> than I am obviously I'm just like yeah i'm really suggestible i will literally if i see any if anyone says anything to me i'm like yeah sure i agree with that <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's why we have a podcast together in <laughs> I
0: if i see anyone eating something on tv i'm like mm, i want that now mm, i want that i want that too. oh i do that too yeah, yeah I me too a highly yeah.
1: suggestible human totally. being so
0: yes there we go that's a nice little break there to thank our patrons and answer that question.
1: So thank, thank you for the, thank you for the terrible question. Thank you for the question. Uh, (laughs) We did enjoy it. I think we probably, (laughs) I probably have gained some haters for it, Um, but but here we are. Um, Yeah. Thank you. And yeah, if you are looking for us on Patreon, we are at uh, kiss by fire podcast and do look for us there. Cool. Um, so back into, are we, do we have a lot more to talk about? I don't know. We have,
0: we have, we've talked about Rainy's going to Dawn, and that's what happens, uh, the, the house words of mm-hmm. that. I've got a great picture of the yellow toad. She doesn't look like toadish to me in that picture. She looks fine. No. Um, yeah. But then we do learn yeah. about Old Town. So Egon goes yes. to Old Town after this point. So he's conquered the Stormlands, the Riverlands, the Vale, not Dawn but he's also got the Westerlands and most of the reach except for Old Town, which is the center of the faith and the citadel yes. and of course the high towers and the wealthiest and the wealthiest city al- in Westeros yeah, and the wealthiest oldest house in the in the area the high towers uh, and we get um another <laughs> another instance of someone locking themselves away for 7 days and 7 nights that was the high <laughs> septon <laughs> He decided to go and pray. Well, he
1: would, if anyone was going to. He would be the high (laughs) Septon. Exactly. (laughs) On brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he ate
0: nothing but bread and water and he just prayed. And then on the seventh day, he says the crone had lifted up her golden lamp to show him the path ahead. If Old Town took up arms against Aegon the dragon, his high holiness saw the city would surely burn and the high tower and the citadel and the starry sept would be cast down and destroyed
1: so basically now how you thought you needed seven days yeah. to come to that conclusion <laughs> when the rest of westeros has pretty much been burned <laughs> do you really need an epiphany to tell you that <laughs> uh yeah i think he
0: was just napping um maybe yeah just having a snooze yeah or maybe fasting. rubbing one out occasionally yeah. you know um as, as you do. do
1: yeah yeah rubbing one out to me is a female term it's more like what? see rub. Scad
0: and Matt they, told me they jerk that it was
1: what I actually do. messaged them after that episode and I was like, you guys are wrong. So <laughs> after your the female
0: version, we have a horrible word for that in the UK, which makes me it's a phrase that is so gross makes me both now I need to know it.
1: It is called flicking the bean. <laughs> oh, flicking the bean, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. It's so
0: disgusting. Yeah. Ew.
1: So flicking the bean, yeah. Or but rubbing one out just that's a woman that we rub okay. guys don't rub I don't know. They, i'm doing hand motions <laughs> <laughs> she is <laughs> guys don't rub they stroke or jerk, jerk. or whatever we don't, jerk we that's a, call a it that's wanking,
0: a, mate. Um, wanking. Yeah. yeah
1: wanking you wank it yeah yeah, yeah. jerk sounds sounds a little bit um painful like you would jerk it yeah like to Sounds jerk like might something hurts pull it so off I...
0: by mistake or something like ouch. yeah exactly
1: yeah. <laughs> although
0: pulling it off that's another one
1: <laughs> there we go pulling it off <laughs> a little aside there for you anyway so the high septum probably wanked yeah and, he went and um, had seven days seven nights yeah. of that <laughs> seven days seven nights of wanking yeah he was very
0: dehydrated afterwards no wonder he needed water no doubt <laughs> So they they chose a different way. And I think for me, again, this comes down to my old town theory. They chose the long con. I think he went to the high towers and the citadel maesters and was like, we can't do anything about this now. They have dragons. So how about Mm -hmm. we help get rid of the dragons? How about we get rid of these Targaryens in a different way? We use our minds to do it. And that is what I believe happened at this point. But obviously... What they did was open their gates to Egon and say, yeah. "Sure, we'll bend the knee. Come on in. Come on in.
1: Yeah, come on in.
0: And then have some dinner. Yeah, because the Hightowers were well married into the like. What does it say? Manfred Hightower, Lord of Old Town, was a cautious lord and godly. One of his younger sons served as a warrior son, so that's part of the army of the faith. That's the faith militant, the army of uh, the faith. Which is crazy mm-hmm. i think it's mad to say that a good religion has a an army that might kill you if you don't believe in the things yeah um mm-hmm. and another of his sons had recently taken his vows as a septon. and then once he'd heard what the high septon said lord hightower determined that they would not oppose the conqueror
1: by force of arms and then i love it is interesting you just were talking about your theory it specifies they would not, what is it you just said, they would not take on the Conqueror by force, force of arms. arms. Implying that maybe they will another way.
0: Yeah. It took them a few hundred yeah. years, but they did get rid of...
1: They're, they're working on it. They're working, <laughs> they're working on it. Working on exactly. It. It's like Hydra. Yes. In the MCU. Yeah,
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, nice reference there. So they basically did that, and then three days after they opened the doors in the Star Recept, that was where bef- there was no big sept in king's landing because king landing was like a tiny fishing village when it didn't exist yet it, exist. it was yeah, yeah it yeah. didn't exist yet it was uh um, i don't know
1: what they called it so
0: that is when starry sept that's when they
1: Aegon fort sorry
0: yeah and in the starry sept then his high holiness himself anointed Aegon with the seven oils placed a crown upon his head and proclaimed him Aegon of the house targaryen first of his name king of the andals and the Rhoynar, and the first men lord of the seven kingdoms and protector of the realm um, which is weird because Seven Kingdoms, it does mention Seven Kingdoms, even though Dawn had not submitted.
1: Because I, probably just out of like determination, this is going to happen anyway. But Dawn is the Roinar.
0: I don't understand why they put the Roinar. We talked about this before, because the Roinar was the Dawnish yeah. people. So again.
1: Yeah. But I think it's just arrogance. Yeah. I think it just comes down to that, that they're like, we might not have them yet, but we will. And in Aegon's mind, it was his. Yeah. It was just a matter of time.
0: Because the Andals did live with the Roynar, and actually, it was the Roynar who taught the Andals to use iron. They yes. were the ones who worked at iron, and so maybe he's kind of referring to the Andals as kind of part Roynish, but they're not Roynish. They don't live on the river the no. way that the Roynish do. The way the Roynish did. Um, yeah. They
1: don't. Yeah, it's not. The same. And they don't have the same. No, I think it's just. I think it's just arrogance. And
0: Andals. The Andals are literally the opposite of the Roynish. They're, like You couldn't get more different because the Roynish are all like equal rights for men and women. Uh, bastardies fine. Have lovers. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the Andals are like, no, sew your vagina up. Never put your penis in anything but your wife's <laughs> vagina. That's one of their songs.
1: <laughs> well, no, not, it's more of a never... They can put their penis in things other than their wife's vagina. Their wife's vagina cannot accept anything no, other than her husband. That's true. Penis. Although bastardy is frowned
0: upon by the seven, by the faith,
1: bastardy is. But but shagging other people's not mm, really.
0: That's true. That's true. Like
1: I mean, the king is known to sleep with other people. So. Yeah, but I think it is frowned upon. It's not. It's it's frowned upon. Maybe yeah. But it's like super duper frowned upon for a wife to have sex extramarital. Oh, yeah. It's not a big deal for a man, too.
0: No, it's kind yeah. of expected. Men go off to war. Which is a- you know.
1: what actually the uh, House of the Dragon did a good job with, the conversations between Rhaenyra and Daemon, sort of establishing that uh, order of things for men versus women. So shout out to the show for
0: that. When when was that? When did they do that? Tell me more.
1: It was when Millie was still oh, uh, Millie. Rhaenyra. Millie so it was a young Rhaenyra. And they were... They were outside. Um, oh, after yeah, it was
0: the sex episode. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And they were in. They were in. Yes, the gods the sex ward, episode. on the Godswood, yeah. and she was saying, "Yeah." Because he was saying marriage doesn't have to be a duty or something, or it's a duty, but you don't have to. Uh,
1: pe- yeah. She's around. like, you can look at it that way, but I can't. No. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Indeed, and that's when he takes her off to the whorehouse. Not this. Not he Black Aaron. The whorehouse.
1: Not the yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the whorehouse of this yeah. episode, but the other ones.
0: Yes, yeah. so the yeah. the ones in the the street of silk.
1: The con the mm-hmm. conventional kind.
0: So yes, yeah, so that was his big, big old coronation, mm-hmm. and uh, they say it was when the Seven Kingdoms of Westeros was hammered into one realm by the will of Egon the Conqueror and his sisters. And he doesn't rule from Old Town. He goes back to King's Landing where he builds a little fort. Out of wood and stuff. The Aegon Fort. Fort, Up on a high hill, on Mm -hmm. becomes Aegon's Hill. It's a crazy idea. I mean, it's a complete, like, that place is a garbage fire as far as I'm concerned, like Westeros. The idea that you can hammer them together at all. You know, I I do compare it to uh, the States in a way Mm -hmm. because they were different areas, different peoples. And it is not like you can say, so it's the United States. It's united. It's it's not united really, <laughs> Not Mm-mm. not particularly. Mm-hmm. You've got completely different cultures and no. all sorts of things, and it's not, which is not a problem, the cultural thing, but it, but not united as a people particularly. It's a, such a vast. Yeah. country. I think every
1: country probably has that in a lot of ways. True, and I mean even um, the UK.
0: I mean we've got. Uh, I mean I'm in Scotland, which is once independence from England. We're part of the United Kingdom mm-hmm. and. A lot of people here want to be independent from england and england yeah
1: but, we have it too yeah. in canada we have um quebec which has very mm. different roots than the rest of yeah, canada yeah. um and they would like to be independent mm. from Canada, so it's not, you know, they're, yeah. there's the Dorns in a lot of places, mm, I suppose. Mm. I guess, and also um, we have
0: the shame of the British Empire, which we, which we did. I mean, if anybody well, held it together with fire and blood, it was, yeah. it was the British. Um, it's the most shameful. Yeah. Oh yeah, in my yeah, history. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, we're yeah. just a shameful country, and I find England. It reminds me quite a lot of England in in the histories because mm-hmm. of the way that it,
1: it's meant to. I think. Yeah. George is a history mm-hmm. lover as well. Yeah. I think it's meant to.
0: But the way it was sort of Wales was taken over and Scotland and the treatment of Ireland and then the problems you get with Northern yes. Ireland and the Republic of Ireland that still go
1: on mm-hmm. now. Well, and a lot of that feeds into Canada's history and our yeah. origin story yeah, as well. Exactly, it, it all comes over. It spills over. So, Well,
0: you're in our Commonwealth, technically. You, yes, we are. You've got King yep. Charles as well um Mm -hmm. but it's it's all just basically the idea that you can hold a people a vast number of people together I I mean I'm just an old hippie so I'd just be like let's get rid of borders we're all just one (laughs) yeah let's just let's just all be friends and like let's not have national pride and stuff like that because that just breeds nationalism which breeds people hating each other just because they're different so let's just let's all be friends um it's a crazy project and to me if we get into the spoiler section, which I think will be short. um
1: I mean, Yeah, I think we're heading there in a minute. Yeah, sure. I'm
0: not surprised that the grand experiment of Westeros hasn't necessarily
1: worked. Well, yeah. It is, it does and it doesn't. It, I think, I think it's worked as much as Aegon ever needed it to. That's true. I suppose yeah um so if you are following along or reading along with us the chapters that we will cover next are going to be the next two chapters mm-hmm. the short ones and if that makes sense. they they are two short chapters they're not very long they're maybe 10 pages pages each and they are um i have them written down um typed out and then i didn't save the documents <laughs> <laughs> they are, um so they're both called the reign of the dragon the wars of king agon and then the governance of king agon the first Are the two chapters we're going to cover next um feel free to follow along and we'll do our best to summarize them again like we have done Mm -hmm. on this episode should be about three weeks that's what we aim for is about three weeks between episodes give or take a few days here and there Mm -hmm. because we are people with lives and children yes stuff and stuff
0: yeah although i was thinking that we should do maybe a christmasy hangout thing if patrons are interested
1: oh i'd love to do that yeah if uh yeah summer's a busy time for people so if people have time let us know maybe we
0: could watch along a nice christmas film um have a have have an eggnog together
1: (laughs) have an eggnog together (laughs) although no
0: one here drinks eggnog because it sounds disgusting so um i love eggnog
1: i've never had it in my life i do oh my god it's so good it's it's like sweet, creamy, deliciousness. It's so good. My mom makes her own egg. Yeah,
0: really, I like avocado. Avocado is amazing. To me,
1: that sounds like salmonella poisoning. But
0: <laughs> is it eggs? Is it
1: just raw eggs? And what? I don't, I don't actually oh, okay. know. She, she tells me about making her around, and I sort of tuned it out. I okay. We out. have mold wine. I like mold wine. Yes. Let's make a.
0: We'll make a, a a cauldron of what is it? Like a like a cauldron? What do I mean? Like a. A, a pot of hippocras we'll make some oh yes
1: yeah. <laughs> don't mean... it'll be like well it'll be the lord commander's mold wine yeah. that's what we'll do well yeah in fact we'll I think I have out. a we'll recipe take his for recipe that.
0: I've got a recipe for it we'll make Perfect. it
1: post it send it to me we'll yeah. post it on the patreon page yeah. and people can and make their own, can their own wine own wine mold wine
0: and um maybe we can hang out and chat or watch a christmasy thing or something watch a grin or something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a long thing, but yeah. just something nice. Something. Um, or just have some chats mm-hmm. about our favourite things about a Song of Ice and Fire and Fire and Blood. So that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. In fact, shall we? Shall we just announce now that we're going to talk sure. spoilers? Jump over there. Yeah? Sure. So spoilers. Let's do it. If you're, if you don't want to hear about anything coming up in the books or in the sh- other shows or other a Song of Ice and the Fire main books, series, then switch yeah. away now. It's been lovely to have you with us, but goodbye. Mm-hmm. um thank
1: you for coming for
0: coming um but yeah what i was just saying was Gegon's idea it didn't really ha- like it was very hard to keep those things together there were lots of uprisings lots of people who did not enjoy being under targaryen rule only did because they had mm-hmm. dragons um yeah.
1: and then of course. But- I didn't feel like there was as many rebellions later after the dragons died out as there maybe would have been. Like they didn't really seem to there push back Blackfyre once they rebellions. were in line for such an amount of time. <laughs> yeah, just the ones that the Targaryens made yeah, themselves that's true. exactly.
0: Um, but then you've got the Duskendale situation, which is another thing the I was behind. thinking of earlier when Visenya goes to Duskendale, and it says that the Duskendale was the principal Westerosi port on the Narrow Sea and had grown fat and wealthy from the trade that had passed through the harbor. So Duskendale had always been that. They'd always been the mo- the biggest place uh, collecting all the money that mm-hmm. went through the port. And then, of course, King's Landing one comes along. Them. Yeah, yeah. And one of the reasons mm-hmm. that Duskendale... What do they call it? The the Defiance of Duskendale, that's it. Um, the Defiance of Duskendale, Yeah, th- Their thing was that they weren't making as much money because taxes were going up on them, but not King's Landing, and blah, blah, blah. And Visenya taking money from Duskendale... To swell the coffers of yeah. Kings landing i felt it was like was yeah. this the first moment that that the darklands of duskendale were like well fuck you <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> but they do constantly get high honored places they, they do. do often become king's guard members and things like that so maybe that's how they assuage them yeah yeah but it
0: was why it was yeah. extra when when aries was like, no, I'm just going to charge you extra yeah. money and take... And they're like, uh, excuse me, we've yeah. been really loyal. Time. <laughs> there's been a ton of us on the King's Guard yeah. and things like that. There's been a
1: ton of us guarding your bloodline, mm. yeah. Totally. Yeah,
0: but then, and of course, once they the dragons are gone, yeah, there's not so much of an uprising, but once the Targaryens themselves go, like, it's every man for himself. Like, the North are like, yeah. the king in the North yeah, yeah. and the Riverlands, and the Vale of Arryn doesn't want to have anything to do with anyone, and they want to just shut themselves sort away. Sort
1: of, like... Robert held the realm fine, but that was only probably because Ned was the type of man he was, and he was loyal to Robert. True. But, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I had something to say on Robert earlier, and now I should have written it down, because I've totally forgotten what it was. Gone.
0: Should I do an impression of him while you're thinking of it? Yeah. Stop this madness in the name of your king. <laughs> I love Thank it. Thank you. I like to say that to my children <laughs> when they're really fighting. Like, they're fighting. They're like, stop this madness. In the name of I'm going to try that. I hadn't actually read the books until after that season came out, the first season. And mm-hmm. my husband had. <laughs> I turned to him and I was like, that is ridiculous. Like, who stands up and says, stop this madness? Like, is that really what his like? He's like, yeah, basically. <laughs> And, uh, and it yeah, is and true. that line is in the book and I was like oh he is like a kind of typical jolly fat man stop I, I was doing a thing <laughs> for the camera so you can't see it but I'm like wiggling my elbows in the air for some reason
1: elbows in the air stop this wiggling the shoulders. shoulders I don't
0: know why but I feel like that's what he would do um, <laughs> have you got anything else that's sort of spoilery I feel like I came up with a ton of things you, we were
1: talking about the Sansa and Arya sort of can um comparison to Vizenian Rainy's.
0: Yes, and j- and possibly John yeah. as Aegon. And John maybe is as Aegon kiss
1: well, diplomatic. Cause he, he is see dip-
0: it. I mean he tries to unite two realms.
1: Mm-hmm. He tries to
0: bring he does the realm as enemies yep. into the fold. He is probably a Targaryen and a Dragon Rider. There's
1: no probably. He is definitely a Targaryen. Oh, yeah, like ninety nine
0: percent we just haven't got the full evidence. I
1: mean yet. I don't need evidence. <laughs> we have we have enough evidence in the book so i don't need any okay, I, I mean even with what's there we we know. we know so yeah it's yeah i don't i don't uh i think it fits i th- i've thought the same thing reading this the first time mm. was they do kind of seem very aria and sansa ish um mm. i think the f- i'm i'm hoping. That somehow Rainy's fate won't be similar to Sansa's fate, because good grief, that'd be. I, I mean, I don't, I don't anticipate her falling from a dragon, getting a scorpion no. in the eye, um, of her pet. But, but Lady did die, already. I think I so. might die. Because oh, don't say that. You know,
0: because in the in the Ugh. her in one of her chapters, in when she's in Harrenhal. Speaking of Harrenhal, Lord Bolton goes out to hunt wolves, and he comes back with I think nine wolf pelts, which, yeah, I think is foreshadowing for. Starks that were go are going to die, and we've had like mm. seven of them dead already. So it's who else? I think I think I believe it's like I and someone else. I can't remember. Um, or Rickon maybe. Yeah. So I feel like one of them. I mean, Lady is already dead. So Lady's already so dead. So this could be foreshadowing of the so- or oh, But I feel like that was foreshadowing of the death of Sansa's uh northern and her northern heritage and her alle- allegiance at that point she she crossed the riverland she crossed the trident and she became a southern girl basically yeah and yeah um i feel like it could be foreshadowing for her death but i feel like the loss of lady was the biggest was was more they just explain her.
1: away i find it so interesting that i mean this is not super relevant to this episode yeah. but they explain away Sansa's behavior later for sending that letter, like her weak, her quote-unquote, let's say, weakness to mm-hmm. to send the letter mm-hmm. to Rob. Yeah, after Ned's death or to, to Winterfell, she lost her wolf, mm-hmm. is what they say. Like that somehow explains.
0: No, she sent that letter because who, she was an eleven-year-old
1: child f- who had been who had yeah, with- and they were like in their f- exactly they're freaking out in Sansa's own hands. She would send this. I think Ned was in jail. I don't know if he died yet. Mm-hmm. Um, she lost her wolf. Like, she's just not one of them anymore. That's such that an awful thing to say, though. To me. She's
0: a small child yeah. and had the queen uh-huh. and all these people. So that's the scene in the book. They are so manipulative to her.
1: Yes. Yeah. But it is true that Sansa would be the easiest one to manipulate. To manipulate. Absolutely. Except for maybe Bran if he had gone with them, if he hadn't fallen. I really? think he would have really leaned into the southern ways. Because he wanted to be a knight, he really... He was there. Both the romantics, Sansa mm. and Bran, mm. they romanticized the South in a way that the others did not.
0: Who was taught those people, Maesters and Septas and Cat and Cat.
1: Cat's ba- Bran was Cat's favorite. Sansa was probably Cat's other favorite. Yeah. So her southern influence on them mm. could be a big factor mm. too. But you're not wrong. The Maesters and the Septons, you know, Maester Luwin, like they're
0: Septa Mordane. They're
1: Septa Mordane.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But Bran spends tons of time with Maester Lewin. Sansa spends mm-hmm. tons of time with, with Septimardine. So yeah. Again, and it's interesting because
0: Maester Lewin has a high he's got a Valyrian steel link, which is the high mysteries and blah blah blah. But he is one who's like, oh no, Bran. There's no there's no magic in the world. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um Meanwhile, Bran's whole story is magic. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> but that is
1: very that- Bran's like, hold my beer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that would be a very southern that's, that's like in the north magic although it's not necessarily there but it is sort of there if you see what I mean there's no
1: actual yeah oh object, yeah but it's still it's still accepted yeah, in the north like the in a way that it's not like that,
0: and like speaking to you through trees that mm-hmm. it's definitely more of a magical place yeah in, in its own in its own way um yeah so I'm so yeah, so I agree with you. I hope that Rainey's doesn't and Sansa their ends aren't the same. But I do wonder if one of the sisters is going to die. I do believe that Sansa is going to chop the head off of. Um, I'd like to believe that she'll chop Peter, P- Petyr Baelish, <laughs> Petyre, uh, yes. his head off with Baelish. Dark Sister or um, Ice or or Oathkeeper. One of those Oathkeeper, maybe, yeah. Yeah, because Ice is gone, isn't it? I'd like to think she does that, but I just don't know. Don't know. But I don't think I have very many spoilers. I'm sure I, I came up with spoilery things earlier, but I just didn't, I can't remember any of them now. So.
1: Yeah, I know. I actually felt like there probably wouldn't be a ton. No. Um, In this episode, because they're all things that are going to come up organically mm-hmm, later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's it,
0: that's isn't it? Good idea. Good idea. I think that's it. Yeah lovely it was good chatting it was it was nice um thank you it's very much cheered me up always does Mm -hmm. to chat with you
1: me too Um, yeah my cheeks hurt after i smell so much
0: (laughs) oh i thought you said you smell so much and then i reheard it in my head
1: (laughs) no smile um Um, so thank you for listening guys thank you for
0: listening
1: you got anything you want to sign off with no not really we'll we'll be in your ears again in about three weeks and um i'm going to go to a christmas market now <gasps> i am
0: so jealous mm-hmm. i want to go we went to a, a cute place. little
1: maker's market like on the weekend oh. and then there's this other place in town they're called craftworks and it's huge and they have oh. they just bring in a ton of christmas stuff locally made and i'm I so excited What's well, my plan that. for today that sounds lovely mm-hmm. oh
0: well i'm gonna <laughs> go and eat yeah. something probably and then go to bed because it's night time here. Yeah. oh But the night comes really early here. It's like dark by 3.30.
1: It's true. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. dark like five here. So yeah. yeah this is the season. But you've got snow. She's got snow, everyone. I do have snow. Yeah. Yeah. We got our first snowfall today. Oh, I was not impressed. Do you want to build mm-hmm. a
0: snowman? No, I don't. I want to stay inside and drink no. mulled wine.
1: <laughs> mulled wine. I mean, it's Canada. Yes. I'm used to it. Yes. But I don't like it. No. Anyway.
0: And on that note, cheers to you all. On that note. Enjoy nice. whatever winter you are having right now. It's chilly and icy in the north. And um, we'll speak to you. We'll see you. We'll speak, speak in, unto your ears in a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll, we'll be in your ears again soon. <laughs> yes. Bye. Okay. Bye.